0: Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for The Sound of Ink, Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our
1: ears.
2: Ha, ha ha happy anniversary ha happy anniversary I wish to you happy happy anniversary happy anniversary this special day
1: I'm happy with you let's celebrate a happy anniversary ha, ha, ha happy anniversary, happy anniversary.
2: Happy anniversary! I wish to you happy,
0: happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Welcome everybody! No shh, shh, shh! Pesky little critters! Welcome to our 15th anniversary show, you guys. I have been so excited getting ready for tonight, I cannot even tell you. We have a brand new logo. I don't know if any of you guys have noticed that, but I decided to uh, update our logo for our 15th anniversary because we are going to be having some speakeasy swag and James Fuzzy Hermit in the Woods, one sapien, has been bugging me forever to do this, and so we're going to have some coffee mugs and things like that made up, and so watch my page for the information. I'm not going to go into a whole lot in that right now, but just that's what the new logo is going to be for, and I'll share some of that with you. Probably later on in the weekend, once I get that stuff ready to go. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So check out our new logo. I'm real excited about it. It's kind of clean and fresh and pretty and and not blurry after being used for 15 years in a row and being copied and pasted and can't even read it anymore. <laughs> so this one should be good for another 15 years. I want to go ahead, before we get started with the party, I want to go through some announcements. I'm going to do this very quickly uh, because we're going to have – it's going to be a busy show tonight. So – workshops we'll wait and talk about that next week i want to thank our sponsors that's really really important our sponsors who helped contribute towards our 2021 broadcasting license are melvin douglas johnson todd carter vicky aqua sean and maddie gollickson audrey michelle george wiley bart Solarchek, brad and darlin coon and darlin darlin coon was our very first guest interview ever on our very first speakeasy show It would be very cool if they could call in tonight. She um, was promoting a book she had written called Red Red Wax Rose, I believe it was. She's amazing. Anyway, shout-out to them 15 years later. They helped sponsor the show last year after all this time. (laughs) And Brad brad was one of the original members of the speakeasy. Jimmy will remember him. Um, Anyway, next, (laughs) Uma Pochapalli, Christy Doherty, Douglas Curry, Eric Sheldman, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Gina Storm, Raymond Bentley, John Case, Paula Sweet, Timothy Melton, Ronald P. Bremner, Kevin Kraft, Honey Parker, Karen DeWitt, Larry Teal, Robert Mickey, Jade Mist, Rose Rodent, Rose Rose Rosen, Christopher Ryan, Trina Pierce, uh, Dennis Must, and Barbara Cope Wilson. Anonymous donations were also made in the name of Cherry Rose, Philip Kent Church, Ray Neighbors, Charles C.B. Banks, Jen, uh, Glenn Steele, Rick Smith II, and Kings Cadence. Thank you, everybody, for helping to sponsor the show. We're going to be doing that again here in a couple more, in a couple months for our 2022 broadcasting license. So watch for information on that if you're interested in sponsoring the show. All right. Let's get your, we're only going to be doing, um, I'm going to do the workshop portion of the show real fast, but I'm only going to be doing your prompts. So grab your notebooks and uh, number your page 1 through 12. I'm going to run through your poetry prompts. So your poetry prompts. Remember, poetry prompts are seeds planted. They're meant to grow into poems. You can use um, the prompts as a line in your poem. You can use them as the title of your poem or the general concept of your poem. All right. So our first prompt for the week is one: chain of dragons. Chain of dragons. Two: shadow prison. Shadow prison. Three. Water carves the rock. Water carves the rock. Four, Eve's condition. Eve's condition. Five, inside my house. Inside my house. Six, the other me. (laughs) The other me. Seven, I laughed at this one. The other me, and then the next one is what happens when my other me meets me. Anyway, the other me, number seven. (laughs) When terror runs screaming. That's a good one for Jimmy. When terror runs screaming. Eight, instructions on how to understand logic. Instructions on how to understand logic. Nine, to confess out loud confess out loud. Ten, unplugged. Unplugged. Eleven, the wind whispers its gossip. The wind whispers its gossip. And twelve, how poetry is made. How poetry is made. Now remember, you can mix and match those. You can... Um, you use like lines six and five and two and grab, jump down, grab nine. Use all those in one poem. You can write one poem to each prompt or get real froggy and you can write 12 different poems or no, one poem using all 12 prompts. Can you guys tell I'm excited tonight? <laughs> Mouth, get all this shit out so I can get the fun stuff. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you can write one poem using all 12 prompts. And just remember, I'm not going to go through it all, but remember our pick-apart prompt writing exercise format. You can take these 12 prompts and sit down before you start writing to them and write down the different poems you could write to them, and it will help you come up with something really unique. We'll get into more of that again next week. And that's it. That's all we're going to go through right now because we have some other things we're going to be getting to. So I am going to... Let you know. I'm pulling, up, I'm pulling up all my exciting stuff. You guys have anticipation tingling, sitting on the edge of your seats. Okay, anyway, so yeah, we're ready to get started, you guys. 15-year anniversary. Can you believe this? This is crazy. I would never in a million years, when I first started this, would I have believed that we were still going to be here 15 years later. Do you know how many Thursday? I wish I could look and see how many shows that is that we've done together. I wonder if I can do that without knocking myself out of the studio. I'll try that in a little bit. But, yeah, 15 years, you guys, that's insane. That's absolutely, I mean, I can't, and you know what, and you hear me say this stuff all the time, and I gush all over you and this stuff, but it's the truth, and you know it's the truth. You have to know it's the truth. There's no way we could still be here this long. But do you know that in 15 years of being on the air, there's only one time I ever got mad at a caller for being... Even when we, we get trolls and so well, but trolls are trolls. So it's part of life. We can deal with trolls, right? The so one guy got really rude on the air, and I had to yell at him. But in 15 years, that was the one incident of drama ever. We have, on this show, the most diverse, mixed-up, crazy rainbow salad of people and poets and types of poetry and it's, it's crazy nowhere else have i ever seen such an incredible diverse group of people absolutely 100 percent in harmony with each other you guys all support each other you listen to each other you encourage each other it's a phenomenal, phenomenal thing to be a part of. It's been an incredible thing for me to be able to sit back all these years and watch what you guys have built together. Because you know what? You, I say this all the time, and you guys disagree with me, but this is the honest God's truth. I just answer the phone. Anybody can sit here and answer the freaking phone, right? What you guys have built, this community that you've built, the way you interact with each other, that's the magic, That is the mortar that has kept this growing and and continuing to be an amazing place year after year after year after year. I am so proud of you guys. I am so proud to be a part of this with you. You know, just... It's perfect proof that you know it's the poets that hold the world together. What if you know what if all of a sudden they just said, okay, let's just let's just turn the world over to the poets and let them run it for a while. (laughs) Everybody would be eating cotton candy on concrete. All right, so we are going to have a really fun night tonight. And I'm going to be uh, bringing Jimmy Ray Davis on with me, and we're going to be chatting for just a few moments. That's why I cut out a bunch of stuff at the beginning of the show so that we'd have time to do that. And then we're going to be getting to our callers. So what do you say, guys? Is it time to get the party started, you think? Huh? You ready? Are you ready for this? I think I am. I think I might be. I think I could be. All right, now I'm ready. Here we go. I gotta turn this down for a minute. Y'all better be standing up. If you're not standing up, stand up right now. Everybody stand up. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Everybody stand up. Wiggle. <laughs> All right. around yeah. is yeah. Dancing. <laughs> I've had fun watching the chat room. That was very cool. You know, it was funny. I was trying to figure out this song I wanted to start the show with, and I love that one. But I'm listening to listening to it, and it was really kind of laid back, like you know, 70s stoned. Yeah, celebrating, man. And so it's like this. I like the song, but gosh, I'm not that stoned. You know, I, I can't. I do that. I can't. You know, somebody. You know, I would have to go back to high school to, you know, get into that. So i had I downloaded it and sped it up. I don't know if you could tell, but that was like sped up like twenty five percent more than the, non, the the song's normally supposed to be, so that you know it was a little bit shorter, and we could you know dance to it better like yeah you know, instead of doing the yo yeah, oh man, oh, anyway, so that was cool in the gang with the hyped up version <laughs> of celebrate do not own the rights to that song, but they're here with us tonight, I'm sure, as fellow writers. From hanging out with us in spirit, I think, I guess, I don't know. Anyway, all right, guys, if you're on hold, this is what you can expect tonight. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 619 is our first caller tonight, so listen for your telephone (laughs) area code. When I bring you on, make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really important that your name is attached to your work and people know how to find you and who's reading and all that and when else what well, they can find you in a minute, but it's important that your name's attached to your work and they know who's reading okay <laughs> um you can read to start out with we're gonna ha- it's gonna be a busy night tonight, so I'm gonna let you start out with two poems, but they have to be like normal normal or shorter poems. You can do one long poem or two you know, normal length poems. And um, if that changes and we get too busy and I have to switch that to one on your turn, please forgive me. Uh, But we'll try to get through callers as quickly as I can. We'll be bringing Jimmy Ray on with us in just a little bit, and we're going to chat up a little bit about the nostalgia of the speakeasy because if it were not for Jimmy Ray Davis, this show would not exist. Literally, he was the absolute catalyst he was he was the 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 spark that that started all of this, and so yeah, really, really, really glad that here he's and that that was like seventeen years ago, maybe wow, Jimmy, we're getting old, man. I've watched your kids grow up good looking boys, by the way, just so you know you guys did well all right, so anyway. Where was I? What was I talking about? I'm getting all choked up. (laughs) So anyway, Jimmy Ray is going to be joining us here in a little bit and hanging out with us for as long as he can tonight. I'm very excited that he's going to be here. Very excited. I know what he's going to be sharing tonight, and I'm very excited about that as well. So when you are done reading, that's where I was, when you're done reading. (laughs) Oh, Jimmy gets to stay the whole show. That is awesome. Thank you for all of those who have made that possible tonight. All right, so anyway, when you're done reading, give out your URL. I you want to make sure that people can come over and find you, get to know you a little bit better, you and your work. And then please remember that we have a mature rating. That means you're going to hear just about anything on here tonight, and I'm sure you will, with the exception of adult, adult <laughs> the Adult I'm gonna slow down. Wait a minute, okay. Yeah. Just gotta breathe. Oh, I'm so excited, you guys. Um <laughs> so no adult porn combs, no bumping body parts, no tab I'm slowing down, no tab A into tab B and you're good to go. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go ahead and give you the first three callers so you kind of have a heads up where you are. We have area code 619, as I said, followed by 731, followed by uh, 575. Those are going to be our first callers. And as soon as Jimmy Ray jumps on, we're going to be bringing him in, so he will be coming in out of order. But he is our guest host tonight, so he kind of gets to do what he wants. So we'll be watching for him to jump on. I he's taking one of his kids to work. I think. Let's we'll see. All right. Anyway, now, guys, let's go ahead and grab our first color. I believe this is James, one of our new family members.
3: Yes, I am. Not 15 years, that's for sure. <laughs> but you got my cardio going
2: with that I? dance.
3: I was dancing all over the place.
0: Were you really you promise you pinky swear? I promise. Pin- that's awesome.
3: You know what I, I am found so out? Glad you're I'm, here. Jim- I'm Jimmy Ray too, because are you James Ray? And they used to oh, call me Jimmy funny. when I was a a shaver. Yeah. <laughs> Which is strange, you know, because Jimmy Ray's such a better poet, and you know, with with all his experience. But uh, Jimmy Ray is
0: a different name. poet. We don't. We aren't. Nobody's better than us.
3: That, because okay, nobody can write what we write. That. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, anyway, so that's that's totally awesome being on uh, the anniversary show. I wasn't able our to very, make very it. very very first uh,
0: caller. Do you understand the pressure you have here to start the show off? With,
3: I know to perform. You know, it's like it's pressure. Like, <laughs> the pressure. The pressure. <laughs> No, you're going to do
0: great. I cannot wait cause you to see you've brought tonight. I think.
3: Hand. Thank you. I think I've I've uh, created a couple of good ones. The second one is pretty optimistic for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, okay. uh
3: The first one is about love, so a little bit of that. It's called falling in love with ego again. In parentheses. When I was sober and creative with magic, I forgot again that old refrain. Outside my mind is doubt and pain. I'm always searching for, I'm always searching inside for love. Even married, I lost touch with her. I loved only me and my touch and my allure. Ego, makes you grasp at beauty one last time before the shrouds cover. You even try to convince another. Can't you feel what I feel inside? Excuse me, my scrolling is not working. There it is. <laughs> Can't you feel what I feel inside? No. I'm just growing old and making believe, as I've always done to keep hope alive. I whimper and point to me again. Can't you see what genius I have? Ego has always been my sad. The pain roars, the love roars in me alone. People just watch and stare and frown. I'm alone with my own situation I will let this ego go again and see a miracle will save me not deceive me creative love will make it new before you leave easing God in I take my stand letting the full radiance fill my mind God is in all All is in God. My ego is divine. End of poem. (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: You know, we we can all be so humble, but inside of us, all of us, there is that monster, that beautiful, beautiful, shining monster. And, you know, (laughs) every once in a while... It comes to light. You know, you're, t- you're talking about that, you know, and it kind of makes me think about when you grow older, too. Like when you're younger, it's, you feel 10 feet tall and bulletproof, and nothing can stop you, and, you know, you got the world right. by the balls, and, and, you know, it's just and, – and then you start getting older, and you realize, well, you know, maybe it's okay that I just have it by the short hairs, you know. There, okay, right. <laughs> maybe I can just pull around by the scruff of the collar. <laughs> you know, maybe I don't even That's want to right. pull that crap around with me anymore. I'm good to go. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a great piece. It it really made me laugh.
3: (laughs) Thanks, Nyla. I kind of tried to pull a switch there. I don't know if it worked. (laughs) The second (laughs) one is called one of my favorite spots to go. My brother-in-law also loves this place, Costco. It's called Seeds in Costco. I was shopping in Costco today, the Giants store. Awareness came upon me like sand on the shore. The seed of eternal flowering was everywhere. In the smallest speck of this banana peel is the potential for everything to be. It's true, I see it, the invisible big bang inside. Seeds, oh seeds, why have I doubted your power, your bower, Because companies try to own your genetic power? No fret, because everywhere I look, it matters and flowers. The world will one day infuse into a seed again. The rains and storms shall never take a friend. For the potential of an entire universe is in seed form, bursting a We go into the uh, macrocosmic rafters where even the galaxies glow with seeding showers. Evolution breeds involution. Don't you see now, friend, what was once all stored in one seed breed again and again and again for an infinite dance of suns, red dwarves turning into red sunsets and sunrises glorious. I stand in line at Costco, watching a boy eat a hot dog. One bite, and he spins, bored with time, his head in a fog. His seed, I see clearly, is ready to fly. Goodbye forever, my son, and all sons and daughters of humankind. Until we fly tomorrow at the dawn of a new day. Within earthbound seeds. Turia. Jian. Tao. And bliss. And a poem.
0: I can think of no better place in the world than Costco to find the
3: meaning of life. <laughs> I'm glad you, you understand. <laughs> do you know that that is
0: You're one of my most dreaded places to go? I hate it. I have a hypersensitivity to my senses, so noises are louder, smells uh, are stronger, touches more intense.
3: Are you an um, empath? You I don't you
0: know. know. I don't. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe let me think about I it. I mean, do you feel other
3: people's <laughs> feelings? Yeah. Anyway.
0: Pretty sensitive to it, but I think that's more just because I don't when I'm not on the radio, I don 't talk very much, you know and i'm I'm much more of a listener, but I go in there and it's like all yes. the voices melt together into one foreign language and they sound like a bunch of squeaking rats, and it's so big and they echo because the building's so huge, and I just I can absolutely not handle it at all I but that, That's why never, I wrote the I can poem tell you actually. in fifteen years, honey. <laughs> We have never had a poem about Costco on the show. You are the very first, and that was an amazing way to start up the Yay, show. You the absolutely 15th nailed it, James.
3: Anniversary, I did
2: it. <laughs> you did. <laughs> well, I uh, called it
3: the Giant Store. Hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway, baby. Tell really everyone fun. how
0: to come find yeah. you and give you loves and all the the yes. huggins you deserve.
3: Great. I'm at com. Uh, E-M-R-E Publishing.com. And glad to see anybody who visits.
0: Well, we Thanks are a lot,
3: Nyla. And
0: glad you're here. We're glad you're part of our there. family. And we will. <laughs> he'll be on in a bit, and, and he's actually listening great. in right now. Um, oh, great. But he isn't at a point where he can come on live yet, so um, he heard you. So,
3: yeah. Great. I know he's had battery and tire troubles and all kinds of crapola.
0: (laughs) I just saw that. Yeah. Good times, huh? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, James. Incredible job, sweetheart. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller is Michael Todd. Let's go ahead and grab him. Michael, are you with us?
4: Yes, I am. Happy anniversary!
0: Happy anniversary to you, my love. How are you?
4: I'm I'm great. I'm so excited for everybody. Uh, <laughs> this is a big deal. Uh, you're sitting somewhere around 780 shows right now.
0: 780.
4: Roughly, yeah. Give or that take, mean? you know, miss a miss a show here or there. Add one here or there for an extra day in the year. So you're sitting on 780-something, so there you go. That's a lot.
0: We're going to check this out here.
4: Mhm. Five more years, will be over 1,000. How's that?
0: Now you got me curious. Right. I'm looking it up.
4: That's okay. You just look it up on the, the it replay. It doesn't seem like very many. Does it seem like very many? No. Uh. Well... Let's put it to you another way, 2,340 hours. That seems like a lot. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. Okay, let's get into the poetry.
0: I can't find... You're right. It's right in there. Hey, Actually, it's about, it's eight, about 810. Okay, but We're there's on the come same page. some weeks where we did it specialty shows.
4: Okay, you know more about that than I do.
0: We need more. We need more. We have not had enough episodes. I'm just, I'm, you know, I thought it was going to be in the thousands. It just, you know, fifteen years seems so long.
4: Fifteen years is a good time. I'm sitting here at at, at my desk at work, and I've been here twenty at this place. <laughs> so, there you go. <clears throat> Anyway, uh, I'm so Jimmy glad Ray, you're is here Jimmy Michael. Ray going to make it? Is Jimmy Ray going to make it as he broke down on the side of the road?
0: I, I think he he's, 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 will work it out. He's a fighter. He's a scrapper. I'm got faith in him.
4: He's had a difficult time with automobiles this week. One one major deal was he had the battery. That's, that's it. But darn, he had to get tires on top of that. That's just, that's brutal. <laughs> That's brutal I mean I can't imagine him at Thanksgiving At the table Jimmy please turn thanks And he just nodding his head and going seriously So anyway Let's talk about riffing Riffing I love your riffing That's kind of my thing to do cause I, If it wasn't for that I'd be so retired right now But uh I wrote a poem about riffing. So and and I have a riff, really short. The poem I wrote, Riffing by Michael Todd. All my goals are based on riffing in an effort to respond. Whether clever or cohesive depends on calls for increases or all out submissive slide to confide an effort to bond perhaps go beyond. We could serve back and forth in pieces. I might attempt to complete your story in whimsical fashion in hopes you've not moved on to green valleys along the way. Knowing it's not possible to interject your level of passion, with my avid affinity, I could be your personal rhyming ballet. Whether adding to thoughts implied or reflecting an image, I am on your side. To wrangle or push beyond a welcome mat. A line of scrimmage, a volley of unrehearsed verse. I pledge to divigate if needed or pile on. What do you say to that? In form.
0: <laughs> you know, I think that some of your best writing comes from that. From doing riffs. When well here's just, one here I wrote some, for my here's something and just take off and go.
4: Here's one I wrote for my my wonderful friend, the lovely Lisa Conrad. I don't know what was going on with Lisa this day, but she was having problems, okay? So this became Lisa's quandary. Blissful ignorance of the facts is a blessing when under oath. Getting quiz for keeps is a difficult game to be playing. When pressed for a response, is either or perhaps both? Neither here nor there. Make vague be clear, become clear. I'm just saying.
2: That's it.
0: Oh, that wasn't long enough. <laughs> I I was settled back with my feet up. <laughs> no. I had to jump up real quick. It's like what?
4: We're done. We're done.
0: Fantastic job on those. Michael, I want to ask you something. Yes, ma'am. Do you remember the first time you ever called into the speakeasy? Yes, I do. Tell me.
4: Yes, I do. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure do. I had a... um, We talked about it. I just never did it. Didn't plan on it. I had had a friend... We talked about it from time to time. One day, I just something I wanted to do. I wanted to talk to you. Came up. I called in. Did it. Then I uh, told my friend I did it. My friend was really pissed. Said you weren't <laughs> going to do that. <laughs> you said you were not going to do that. And I'm like, well, I, I did, and I kind of enjoyed it. So that's where we stand now, right? <laughs> Pretty much it. So I that's what I remember <laughs> what are
5: you
0: about.
4: I, about? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. Re- That's, that was it. I don't remember what I read. I have. I have no idea. And it's not the first time I talked to. We talked on the phone, off the radio. So, really, for the first, I would say the first year being on the show, I would forget that I was on the radio. I. Was, I would mm-hmm. just when well, I was talking to Nyla about whatever, and. Uh, you know, a lot of people over the 15 years should look back and come to a conclusion like, man, that's when we got fun when I forgot I was on the radio and just hanging out on island talking, chit-chatting. Because, I mean, the perfect place to be is in somebody's dining room and just sitting across the table drinking coffee or tea or whatever and, and sharing stories and poetry and whatever. I mean, your dining room, if you don't want to be eating there, that's, That's that's a bad analogy, but normal places, (laughs) you know. Like we're sitting in in a cozy
0: coffee shop called the Speakeasy, sharing coffee and hanging out, sitting by the fireplace. That's
4: great. That's great. We don't have to worry about you burning the place down. Um, We don't
2: have to worry about
0: vacuuming either.
2: Uh, Okay.
4: All right. Well, if anybody wants to come hang out with me, I have a website. It's com. That's M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D. And uh, we love to have company there. And as for that, it's time for me to step aside make room for the real poets. And congratulations on 15, ma'am.
0: Thank you, sweetheart. Happy anniversary to you.
4: You too. Bye.
0: Bye, baby. absolutely love that man. All right. Our next caller, dun-dun-dun. Oh, it's Levi. Levi, get on here.
6: I am here. Happy anniversary. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, so exciting.
0: I know, right?
6: Are you all dressed up? Yes, I've been waiting all week for this. Well, since I thought it was last week, I was waiting the week before that, too. But (laughs) now I know that it was this week, so I was waiting all week for this. So, yeah, it's going to be great.
0: I like keeping you on your toes and keeping you guessing. Right.
6: I don't know why I thought it was last week, but I did. So.
0: Because I was announcing that it would either be last week or this week. Okay. I didn't know which one.
6: So I just guessed, I guess. <laughs> I was just like, well, I think she means this one. <laughs> <laughs> so.
7: uh, no one
0: can call me predictable, that's for sure.
6: Right. It's too too weird to be predictable, you know. Just be spontaneous. That's awesome.
0: (laughs) So what's going on with you, sweetheart? Say that again? I said, what is going on with you?
6: Oh, I've just been submitting a lot of stuff, um, writing and submitting and trying to stay out of the COVID world, you know, for as much as I can. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, I've just been... Submitting like crazy all kinds of places. so
1: that's and thanks really to good. you, I,
6: I um, submit some of the, prom- the, the places you put on your page. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciate that. I've gotten published in one of them, actually, that you put on your page. That was really cool.
0: And, that's, and that makes all the work worthwhile. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, I'm yes, so absolutely. glad you can utilize that. Yes, Very and nice. I I really appreciate you. And 15 years—that's just a huge milestone, man. That's just amazing. <laughs> awesome. Like
0: probably what 60% of marriages don't even make it that long. I wonder no, what the average is. Don't. Someone Google that. I want to know what's the average
6: right?
0: length of a marriage.
6: Yeah, I, I mean. Put it in the
0: chat room for me.
6: Yeah, someone needs to do that. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Crack
0: that whip. Okay. Right. So what are you going to share with us tonight, Michael? Well, mom?
6: I'm going to share one that I wrote um a while a long time ago and then one I wrote for this show upon your request. You asked me uh, two weeks or three weeks ago if I'd write a poem for the show for the anniversary and I did. So, I'm so I'll excited. be Yes, me too. So I, wrote, I will read the other one first, So the one I wrote um, about five years ago or so. It's in my book, The Autobiography of a Broken Kid, and it is entitled, Redemption. How we remember, what we remember, and why we remember form the most personal map of our individuality. Christina Baldwin. Forgive me, Father, but I am not a dying age, not a lopsided heart cage you pretend to enter where all you'll find here is barbed wire, the rotting stench of heartbreak meat a dusty eulogy that was never read, but instead you'll find the polished gleam of another, the intoxicating embrace of a soulmate, a masterpiece ending to the story written by the stars. Forgive me, mother, but I'm not a post-dated check or reserved royalty, a loveless egg sack the hen abandoned, a token black hand you shake but no is dirtied, A chuckle in your frog throats by the mere mention of my affliction, no. I'm a welcome tourist in a land of embrace. A carpenter with sculpted words and enduring tools a mother would be proud of. Forgive me, brother, but I'm not a cobblestone staircase. An ancient walk place you have to bear. It's a troubled trod for you, isn't it, brother? A beckoned, godless terrain your feet must endure. A callous journey you'll never want to take again. But I'm a pillowcase, yellow brick road. A foundation, a pathway that will lead you home. Forgive me, sister. But I'm not a lost cause with a simple clause. A freckle-nosed brother you cherished once in a daydream. I was never par for your course always coarse in a smooth gesture of compassion, hollowed in ways I never understood until now. Forgiveness must be earned, and I am not graphite in your lead-penciled world. I will write my signature among every other on earth. In a book, eternity will remember. In a book, eternity will read. In peace. Wow.
0: You know, you write so beautifully about ugly. Does that make sense?
6: <laughs> it does, absolutely. Yes, yeah. and, and you know,
0: you, you you bring us the human condition in a way that is easy for us to swallow. Or easy for us mm-hmm. to hold in our mouth, but still ha- hard to swallow, if that makes sense. That really sounded yes. dirty and naughty. I am so sorry, you guys. <laughs> no, that <was> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can hold your poetry in our mouth, but we just can't swallow. <laughs> oh, my
5: gosh, yeah. <laughs> that's no, the best I knew you, what you meant. Mean. Well, that's going to but... go in the
0: back of your book someday.
6: <laughs> <laughs> right. By Nyla N- Alicia. <laughs> this is her quote. <laughs> yeah.
7: No. Ah, uh, too fun. <laughs>
6: but that was, uh, that was, before I put it in my book, it was previously published in the HIV Here and Now um, project, ran by Michael Broder, and he's a big poet in New York and everything. Um, and it was also on The Body, which is a, an HIV positive um, website, like a medical website.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: And they also put it on their page as well, so that was pretty cool. That's incredible.
0: Are you going to okay. read two for us tonight, Levi?
6: Yes. This one, I'm sorry if I'm taking up too much time, um, but this one is the one I wrote for uh, tonight. It's called Life is the Best Poem Ever Written for Nyla. I wish I could write you the best poem of the century, or of the decade, or even the best poem of the day, yet I'm just simply unable to be that prolific. So I will settle for the attempt of best poem I can write to you right now. So when my mind no longer thinks, and my mouth no longer speaks, when my body becomes just an oasis of skin and flesh and nothing else, I want these words to be etched in ink along my finger bones. Braille for my soul so I can touch the meaning of poetry, feel my words seep into my skin as these verbs and adjectives become part of my heritage. I want to remember each paradox, every symbolism entrapped within each sentence, and I'll remember the beauty that was written for after I am gone, yet I'm still unsure if I can be that prolific. You see, there are Bibles of poetry inscribed inside my corneas, where righteousness is a form of written word I want to baptize my mind in, and as convoluted as it all may seem, isn't life just an epic poem we write? Day by day, year by year, we capture the essence of what it means to be poetic. As simple as a bee seeing your leg or as tragic as burying your grandmother, we live as the best poem ever written. Tragedy and love pain, and regret. We write out our words on the journal pages of our minds so we can remember the agony, the beauty, and the joy. Our bodies are the pencils that write down the words of our remembrance of our existence. So tear apart my living, rip the skin away from muscle, and grind my bones to dust until I blow away like forgotten dreams in the air. But every time you, the wind picks up, Know that I will never be forgotten. Wherever the air takes us, our legacy will remain because we have been written into history, and history will remember our lives as the best poems ever written. As we live not only to one day die, but will one day die knowing we shall live on forever. So, my mind may never write to you the best poem ever written. But when I am dead and gone, I will want you to remember that poem of my life was scribbled down on the walls of time so you will never forget my existence. Each stanza, each verse, each word will be so poetically prolific. Life as a poem we write. That's how I want to die. That's how I want to be Remembered. In peace.
0: We have all the time in the world for you to write that epic poem. And we'll be right here with you doing it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely, for sure. Fantastic, honey. Thank you.
6: Oh, you're so welcome.
0: That was incredible.
6: Thank you. And that was for you for this special occasion. So I appreciate you and everything you do.
0: Just know that. <coughs> Got me kinda choked up there. Huh? Got me kinda choked up there.
6: Okay. Well it's true, and we all love you, so. You can find me, um, on uh, um Poets and Writers database in the Directory of Writers. Also, uh Levi Miracle, L E V I U E R I C L E. Um, on the poetry and writings of Levi J. Miracle on Facebook. So, yeah.
0: Very cool. All right, sweetheart, happy anniversary to you. Hey, do you remember the first time you called into the
6: show? Oh, man. You know, I don't really, I think it was five or six years ago, if I'm remembering correctly. And I think I read a poem about my fiancé, which is now my ex-fiancé, but um, (laughs) I think that was, that was the first poem I ever read on that show. I do, on this show, I mean. I do believe that was it. That's so cool. Yeah. All right,
0: sweetheart. I'm really glad you're part of our family. Thank you for being here tonight. Happy anniversary to you. You
6: are awesome. Thank you. And so are <laughs> you. So just do it for another 20 years, okay? There we go. I'll be
0: a little old lady with no cater. We're telling you, when you wait up come for me, my cutie?
6: You'll still be the most beautiful person on Blog Talk Radio, okay? So just remember that.
0: Oh, I love you, Levi. Thank you so much, Love sweetheart. you, too.
6: All righty. I'll let other people get on. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye, sweetheart. All right, so we are going to come down here, and we are going to grab Jimmy Ray. He is ready to come on the air with us. I am very excited, and we will tell you, the story of the Speakeasy Cafe. So those of you on hold, you're gonna have to hold for just a moment longer. Let's grab Jimmy Ray. Are you with me, Jimmy?
8: I am with you, Nyla. How are you doing, love?
0: Are you driving? I'm driving. You are Is not supposed be to be on the phone and driving.
9: I'm Bluetooth hands-free.
0: I know, you guys. What do you think? I'm just pictures talking to you on the air, and you like, crashing into somebody. But, you know, I'm not the boss of you, so I'm glad you're here. Hey, Jimmy. Happy anniversary, love.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So 15 years,
8: Nala. 15 years. Can you believe it?
0: I can't. I can't. And I've known you even longer than that. I knew you way before I started this show.
9: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: In fact, I think I met you back in, was it 2000? It was before 2005. It was 2002, I think, when I met you. Was, was it on, on my MySpace?
8: Yeah, yeah, probably, probably uh, pretty close to that. 2001
0: or 2002, I think, is when I started, and you were one of my first friends on there. So, yeah, we've known each other a long, long time.
8: Yeah, we've seen a lot. We've seen um, really, I, I, I mean, if you think of the early incarnations of uh, you know the poetry blogs, uh, before there was a blog talk radio, and then some of the early shows, uh, some of the events and, and things that we would uh, start up, and just, just getting the poets inspired to write, and it's really come, it, it really came quite, quite a long ways.
0: It has. So I'm going to tell you guys real quick about the conception, how this show was conceived and kind of the evolution that happened after that and how we ended up where we are today. So went back on MySpace days, I had a day off and it was like boring because everybody was working and it's like, no, I don't want to be the only one with a day off. So I wrote a bulletin. They were called bulletins. I wrote a bulletin and I wrote a story about how all of us had the day off together and called everybody up and said, hey, let's hang out. And so we all met in the parking lot of this little cafe called the Speakeasy. And we all went inside and we all ordered coffees and stuff and was visiting. And, and there was a waitress there named Molly red hair, Irish girl, cute as a button, and we all instantly just took to Molly. She was a kick in the pants and talked her boss into letting her have the day off, and, and we agreed to go back later on and do dishes for him or something. I don't remember what it was. something like that, and he would give her the day off so she could hang out with us. So we all took off, and we were headed towards the... Uh, art museum, but we made a couple stops on the way. We stopped at a candy store and bought a whole bunch of jelly beans, which ended up getting us in trouble at the art museum later on, but that's another part of the story. We stopped at this quirky little second-hand clothing store, and I bought this desperately sinking Susan knockoff jacket, you know, and then um, proceeded about, you know, walking talk about, talked about the things you saw walking down the street and what we saw, you know, when we got to the museum and about the entire day, and then we made it back, you know walked back to the restaurant and dropped Molly back off at work, and we all got in our cars and said goodbye and and that was our day. that was the day everybody had that they didn't know they had until they got off work and came home and read about it, because each of them each person had a role in it, each person that I, you know it's like and then Jimmy Ray was over in the corner, and there was you know blah 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 blah, so it was really fun, and then what happened? in oh,
2: the corner. <laughs> Well,
8: you know, it was, it really was just so vivid. And that was what I I remember most about when you posted that bulletin. Um, Because obviously other than
1: being a writer,
8: I'm also a reader and a fan of big imaginations and stories. And it just grabbed me. It was like, it took hold. And you remember me telling you, because you weren't getting, there wasn't a lot of action that day.
0: No, everybody was working.
8: (laughs) <laughs> right, right, and I, I just, and I think I was doing the same as you. I just was kind of, you know, mopping around on there. There's not much going on. Let's see if there's anything to read. Um, and I caught that, and I think I might have been the first reaction to it. I think I caught it right after you posted it. And um, yeah, it just, and I remember thinking, you know, this, this can't just stop with this one. Uh, blur,
0: of this one piece. This has to keep going and we talked about that. hmm So what we ended up doing is on there you had groups and we started a group and it was called the Speakeasy Cafe. Now what makes this really fun and nerdy and LARPy is the fact that the cafe was set up where you could go in and post. You could have your own thread or you could add to someone else's thread. It was really kinda of cool. But the whole thing was set up like my first blog the next day we all met at the cafe and as i walked in there was jimmy ray chatting with molly and jennifer was over in the corner with jared christensen and brad coon was over scratching his head pouring over books you know and i kind of described described the scene that i walked into at the cafe and then i said i sat down and i started working on a poem and i wrote out the poem that i was going to post the next person came in and they wrote, I walk into the cafe and see Nyla sitting at a table, and, and that was, that's what started it. The ball started rolling. And we, it was like role-playing almost, like nerdy, nerdy yeah. D&D poets, you know. <laughs> but you would go, people, everybody came in, everybody, and it went on for so long. Almost two years we did that, that, that group. And for the entire two years, everybody wrote that way. Hey, let's go sit down at Jared's table and see what he's working on. Oh, he's writing another one of the apple tree poems with Nyla. It was crazy. Do you remember that, Jimmy?
8: Yeah, it was. It, it was. Um, it was just one of those rare moments where, at the same time and very fiercely. I mean, we. It, it became, and it was a good. It's a good. Uh, it, it's a good comparison that you make with a D and d style thing because we were. Um, we really yearned for that. We looked forward to the next session, what was going to happen next, what we were going to collectively create. And, um, and I think that's why it was just what those times were. It wasn't a little bit of interest here, a little bit of interest there. It really caught everybody and pulled us in.
0: It was amazing. Then Facebook started to die, or MySpace started to die and I got invited on a radio show to read and it was like I was scared to death but I did it and then they asked me the kind of things progressed and they asked me to host for them so I hosted for them for about a year <laughs> no it was MySpace Annabelle, <laughs> MySpace side um, but I hosted with them for about a year co-hosted with them and then broke off onto my own show and that's how the Speakeasy came to be and there were some real turbulent times with the speakeasy in the beginning, and ended up, you know, I, I I wasn't sure we were going to be we were going to keep going, and I don't want to get into all of that because it's you know not the fun stuff, you know, growing pains, but we we toughed it through some pretty good trials there, and stuck it out, and here we are, you know, 15 years later. But none of that would have happened, Jimmy, if you had not have said this can't stop here. And those were your exact words. You're exactly right. This can't stop here. And so it didn't. And because of you saying that, you started the ball rolling for us to end up here 15 years later today, right now, talking together.
8: Well, I'm glad I did. But, uh, I mean, honestly, now that we can't – I mean, okay, it, it, you know, it's one thing feeds off another. And I did, I did say that, and I, re- I remember because I was so profoundly affected by what you had Written and um, and you had created, but on the other side of that, if you hadn't have made something so vivid, so uh, just uh, um, just able to grasp and pull me in the way it did, I may not have said that. So um, really, you deserve and and you have to I'm gonna just give you and we all have to all the credit in the world for keeping this ball rolling as long as you have because realistically, and it's hard, Levi, some of the newer poets that have been on here for a number of years now, but part of the MySpace scene, I'm sure they might balk a little at when we talk about the old days, you know, that that those times and what we did then and how special it was and how different it was uh, from the scene now. Um, But if they were there, they would know what we're saying. But this show literally has brought a piece, like a time capsule that keeps going almost, a piece of that time and that era of poetry and poets and the respect and and the inspiration that we gave each other to just continue
9: forward, and it really is something special.
0: I agree. I agree that it is something incredibly special. I don't know anything else like this community. I mean, seriously, what the the poets have built here, do you know anything like it in the world where it's so all-encompassing?
8: No. You know, and I, you know, I had my... The number of years where I was absent. You know, we talked about it before. Different alleys and avenues. Uh, you know, things happen. When I came back last year, more or less timed I think with the pandemic, and which had got me kick-started writing again. I had written for years. Uh, I came back, and I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I was a little disappointed. At the first show that I came back on, not not in any of the poets of the content. That was great. And you were, I mean, same old Nyla, which is good. We want same old Nyla. We don't want New, neither, we don't know. and um, But I was a little disappointed that more of the old guard, if you will, the old crowd uh, from those days weren't present. And I thought, well, who am I to say? I haven't been present either. But these people that are here right now, they're the ones doing it. They're keeping this going. They're, they picked this mantle up, and they're doing it. And as I tuned in week in and week out since that time, uh, I've really gotten a, a great affinity for these poets that I'm just now within the last year uh, learning to, learning their work and learning their vocal nuances and all their styles. And it's just been really, really incredible. And I have to give a a huge shout out to all of them, all of them that come, all of you out there that come here, um, you know, week in and week out, to really make this happen. You know, God bless
2: you.
0: (laughs) I absolutely agree. Well, before we get going, I'm going to have you host with us tonight, and I'm very excited about that, and I'm sure we'll have more stories. And if you guys have any stories you want to share about the speakeasy or someone in the speakeasy who has made a difference in your life or something funny or important you want to share or talk about, please do. That's really important today. You know, this is this is our time to be touchy-feely and, and lovey and, and appreciative of each other. This is, you know, maybe... Maybe our version of the correct kind of a Thanksgiving. So, you know, yeah. But before we get started, to our next caller, do you want to read something real quick, Jimmy, and then we'll have you read something else a little bit later?
8: Um, I'm going to have to pass for now because I'm still driving, and there's no way I'm. Oh, that's
0: right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so all that, right. we'll that
8: I won't that I won't attempt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll be home. In a- I'll be home in about ten minutes or so. So yeah, we'll get let's get another poll or two in, and then maybe I'll read one, and we'll we'll take it from there.
0: All right. You want to meet? Want me to mute you till then? until you yell at me in chat to bring you back on.
8: Um, Are you good? That's fine. Or, or you know what? I was going to mute myself here until you're done with the poll, and then we can then we can talk to him.
0: Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. Let's go ahead, okay. and I'll leave your line open. You can take care of muting yourself. Just don't forget to unmute you. And then I am going to bring on our next caller, which comes from area code five four and eight, five 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 zero four. You're meeting yourself. Just don't forget no, to unmute 504. you. No, five zero four. Larry. And then I am going to bring on our next caller, which Mr. comes from area Automatic code five four five
2: five
0: five zero four. That's what I sound like music. on the air. You guys, how can you, can you listen to me?
2: <laughs> for Hello. Uh, Larry. You want, you want to turn down your computer
0: or your radio? Turn down your radio. the
2: radio
0: loud, Are you there? Larry? Huh.
5: Huh. Not sure what's not sure. going on
0: there. I can't hear. I cannot hear him. Five oh four, are you with us? Five oh four? Five oh four. We have moon cookie. Oh, I was
10: I thought y'all was calling Larry.
0: <laughs> we were. But not now.
11: Now we're oh, calling okay. you. How about that?
10: <laughs> I didn't know what Larry, was going Larry's on. Larry, Larry's <laughs> five
0: four zero, so that I was mixed up. He isn't even here. Oh, how about so that's that? That's my bad. It was you all oh. along. I, I can't he even get out it. of this gracefully. <laughs> Numerically well, dyslexic. You know, what can I say?
10: I just um, I just stumbled all over into that one then. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a it used to be a specialty of mine once upon a time. But uh we don't stumble out as much anymore, so <laughs> Happy anniversary, everybody. Happy anniversary, Nala. Maestro.
0: Happy anniversary, Moon Cookie. And you're another person that I have known since before Facebook, before, before. Speakeasy.
10: Yeah. Yeah, a
0: lot of years. You um, know, I was looking at pictures of, that I had posted on MySpace, and how how much younger I looked then. That's crazy. You don't realize how many you know until you put pictures side by side. You don't realize you know the difference in the years. And, and I think that that's that's what made me realize more that the the number of years the fifteen years the twenty years the twenty years I've been in the community, but the fifteen years that we've been on the show. That's a long time.
10: I um. You know, I quit showing up in like camera photos after, and mirrors a while back. So, you know, I don't have that problem, but I know for sure you are ageless. <laughs> Completely.
0: Oh, uh, cuz that's cuz you love me that way.
10: You know, it you know it it's a special I do. kind of magic.
0: <laughs> Your love is a special kind of magic and I am so blessed to be the recipient of that love
10: me too and you are so me loved
0: too. in return
10: oh uh, yeah i just melted all over the floor now <laughs> i'm glad i got <laughs> got the phone or speaker here that's a good thing
2: <laughs>
10: uh. yeah. well I, I let me go ahead on and get in it and i love y'all all and um this is a magic wonderful uh, i'm saying magic too much for a poet uh wonderful uh creation and um it's it's always a blessing every time we can come here and you yep. know sometimes it's it's like mardi gras you know over here where people don't see each other except for mardi gras they, they've been friends for you know 15 years but they only see them at mardi gras well we only see them as speakeasy um a lot of a lot of these folks especially for of that don't go to, to facebook too much no more um or um whatever they are now so
0: <laughs> you know this is such but an intimate venue i think it is so much different than a lot of the the facades on social media because how much of a facade can you have when you're sitting here reading your poetry? I mean, basically standing there with your pants down, bearing your soul. I'm assuming we all keep our soul in our pants. Um, but you know, how much more intimate can you get than that? So it's. I think that it makes a very special bond between us as a community.
10: Yeah. And, you know, there, there's it's true respect and, um, and people not trying to be, anything but what we're putting out right here, you know. And that's a that's a that's a rare thing. We don't have to be nothing for each other, and especially for us who've been with each other for, you know, a long time now, you know. Mm-hmm. It's um and you know, so much has changed in, in my life since then and, and um I know everybody's changing just as much and like you said, we watch. We watched Jimmy and Missy's boys go big and
2: go what
10: a what a great thing that is and um you know, all of us people that have been we've been together since well, I know for me about two thousand eight I think we were all getting and I owe that to I owe that to, to Jimmy Ray too. Um well it was it was Leela that that outed me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
10: she did. She did, and then and that she said, um, "Yeah, your MySpace is about to blow back, blow up. Sit back and enjoy it." <laughs> so, and it did. And then I, I met Jimmy like boom right out. He was like my third friend on MySpace that wasn't my kids, you know. And then, <laughs> so it just it that one day I, I like I got it. I, I was, Audrey was first, Lila was second, and Jimmy Ray was third. And, you boy, that talk about a, a grand slam right there, you know? And then, it wasn't too long, I think, if, if, you know, at least by the second poem, you were in the party, maybe on that first poem. And, and now I still get so embarrassed that when I read some of those poems like they were, but y'all know me, nothing, nothing stays like it is. It's only a, a temporary thing I just submitted three poems I already changed two of them so you know, <laughs> it just
0: well, What are you going to read For the you anniversary know? show honey
10: Okay this is one um Called Wind um, oh, Let me stick my gum Float me out on the bayou far By lily blooms and Grand de Volets. Sail me south, yon Salvador side. Bow down on the punch drunk dawn. God blush, belly up, tequila gold. Grenadine line of leek street. me shameless eyes of the yawning sun. Bring me out, stoked by the soft salt breeze. The peach fair glare past mats where Veritaria used to be. Subtly slinking. Soil dreams off, cools off, settling, stricken, solvent silt. They fill in for me, my memories, my infamies, my scarred avails. I paste them there, taste them where once an elder Oak Shan waved, open mama arms, sweeping yards with cookie charm bouquets. Childhood rolled. White walls steady, real, to reeling projector flickers in Disney fields. Galleries of ghost galaxies we see, casualties of sinkholes and star anemone. Time slacks, light fleas, waxes poetically. Allons faire le fait de la fatou, au destin la princesse. Two steps and dip. On spittle whales, cares egress The merry celestial people lay lit deck Sunrise by the bayou beguiles the wiles of fear bathed in the blaze of belonging Here in my place of here Impulses fire beyond all cell skin No cell of skin ascend Into the infinite, infinitesimal inevitable the blessed essence of the wind, low as inky dissonant wakes subside, resolved as air, barrels of breath blared, cane shaped clear, over oh Savior Lake, not scared, aware, relate. End poem.
0: That was incredible. Are you reading too, Moon Cookie?
10: Um, I don't know if you have you have time or you don't? I don't wanna I know there's a lot of people and I don't wanna crowd nobody.
0: You can read two if they're not long ones, if they're shorter ones like the one you just read. Oh yeah, it's about that, that
10: long. Okay. All right. This is one um wrote for Audrey Michelle this year, like I've been writing a birthday for a poem for her birthday every birthday since we we first met. So this was my this year one. <laughs> And it's kind of, I don't know, I guess it's been in a theme, but, you know, like I say, you just, you hear the voices and you write down what they tell you, you know. So I guess they're giving me some messages. I don't know. This is called Lighter Than Light. Come back to the river. Wash your wounds in waters round, wound round, the wandering womb of the world, where sticky watch that wad and strangle hinder, stress sprouts render, tension clenched, Wrestling pens relent, needle-thin roots rescend, The rocky ages raise away, assimilate into the infinite at the speed of slip. The multiverse you are relates. Each element, aggressive, elegant pilgrims paddle. for purlieus of kin and cultivated clusters. Kudzu clouds of fear and hate. Undulating safely furrowed bur- nebulae that cri- kite across the hinder hollows. Lost beyond the coolest clear of endless black. Relax over the catacombs of home. Let go in the river. Live to get, get to give, give to give, live to give until the will to fill marquees and comic boards roar with glowing hearts and shares buried tickers burning watermelon green filtered envy simmers off astray. Wild, wide, in the endless cool of black, redacted notes, revoked alerts, inserts of malice, pop valves that baby black holes play like steamboat organs scaling tones, retuned in near-missed arcs, air flats and ah, sharps, student innocent, Sheeping hints unto Aniel's heart. Wild, let the river drive y'all empty. Assume the cool sink through the endless black To tender temper, tender candles, flambeaux rage And night parades incinerate pretend worlds Bent on a fence, their smoke of spite And sundered trails rise as shoot. A flock of flies on fire sparklers shoot. A puerile alchemy of hues Let us go through you and I to the river Come shed our ruins, horrors, waste. Malignant anchors Asphyxiating weight to sink Through ether where oblivion Waits come rise By the all-seeing eye of truth's Hot care mirror ball balloon And jump Observing the youthful Nerves fall off To second line Behind In common bleed of matter Atone to nothing Left to carry Let's be the bliss of blue, the rush of red, pervades of purple, owl, loud, orange yell whatever the hell white sunlight is cause it sure ain't yellow logic leads to sympathy that it's locked, rays weigh into gravity's sway and stays its place till cast aside as you and I float loose our fancies on the cool and endless black freer than chaos bite, lighter than light in poem.
0: <laughs> you know, I think that you would be the result. You would be the result if Shakespeare and Debbie Harry had a love child.
2: Hey.
10: <laughs> Man, Debbie Harry. There we go. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Bill Bondi, old
10: bill yeah. He's. He's somewhere down in my in my jeans somewhere. I don't know.
0: <laughs> For sure. Maybe, hey, maybe I'm gonna bring on. Uh, I'm gonna cousin. bring Jimmy back. Go ahead. I'm sorry, baby.
10: No, I said maybe his French cousin.
0: <laughs> For sure. I'm gonna bring Jimmy back on because I know he's gonna want to comment on this. Jimmy, are you with us, honey?
8: Okay. I'm with you. You know what? I. You call me the my, brother. You call me the maestro. But let me tell you something. You are a maestro in your own
2: right. All right.
8: Nila, you know what I'm saying here. Now, Dwayne, you did bring up uh, some 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 of the things from the early days and, and how, how we connected real early on. And it made me think, you know, you weren't moon, and I'm not talking about name-wise. Some of us were the names of words. But I'm talking about content, heart, everything we are now. You weren't moon cook, cookie. Nyla wasn't spirit-wild. I wasn't word machinist. We kind of helped make each other the things that we became. Because I'm listening to what you're reading tonight, and your internal – your internal rhyming and your descriptive imagery, as, which literally, and I'm going to tell you right now, that inspired a lot of what I would go on to write. And, brother, I'll tell you what, it's something special. Mm-hmm. Now, how are you supposed to talk after that, huh? Like. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to, man, because celebrate
9: good times. Come
8: on home, right? <laughs> Yes, indeed. <I> That's <laughs> what I'm doing tonight, man.
2: man. My story. Party. Look.
9: Go ahead. <laughs> you the teacher, you the guy with the stick,
10: you the one in the front, you know, tap 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 and we and we just all jump in and look read what we what we got in front of us. And so that's that's it. The final <laughs> that's
2: it. We all and, look and, up and,
10: to you. <laughs>
8: and you know what? We call all the ones you know. students can sometimes teach as well, and I picked up a lot from all my friends back then, and we constantly inspire each other, and you know what, it's a beautiful thing, it really is yes
10: sir, yes sir what a great blessing we've had and have, absolutely
8: and we're going to do something musically, we talked about it a little bit, I need to get a hold of yeah, you yeah. contact you uh, via messenger and I'm going to set up a day where we can talk because I want to go over some ideas because uh, it's just too easy to sit on it and not move forward, so I'm going to do that and we're going to get something going
10: Yes, sir. I'm ready anytime you're ready. All okay, right. Moon
0: Cookie, you want to tell everybody how they can okay. find you, baby?
10: You know, if it says Moon Cookie with two a's, two e's at the end, that's me. And um, you know, find me on Facebook at Moon Cookie. Um, Twitter's Moon Cookie. I think Facebook's just—I mean, uh, Instagram is is the same. So y'all can catch me there, and I'll be glad to holler back. <laughs> If you need any help, please never let me miss a chance to help. All
2: right, y'all.
0: All (laughs) All right. Bye. Let's pop the champagne now. (laughs) Thanks, baby. All right, Jimmy. Our next caller comes from area code Ah, 541. Talk about old friends. James, are you with us?
11: Yeah, I'm with you. I've been listening the whole time to all your masters. Hey, congratulations! What a coincidence! I had no idea it was your anniversary—fifteen <laughs> years. <laughs> Fifteen years! I know, right? This nuts. So 15. I'm at, So it sounds like everyone's happy and having a great time, and just—it's really cool to hear your connections and just know. Like I, no one knows me. None of you know me. Like I haven't been around <laughs> for anything. It. Like, oh yeah, man. I just, but we, but, but we want to know
2: you. <laughs> oh, don't
11: yeah, don't think just
2: because you've been I'm gone, gone for a while i No, I've been, I've
11: been busy, I got married Like like I got married, I worked in a cornfield And scared people I have uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to say the that The guy I'm doing a music video with Just got back to me, my nerves They're like, I haven't read on the radio In forever So I picked out like six poems And I'm just going to shuffle and pick one out I love this. Yeah, I missed Halloween, so I figured I'd read you guys something a little spooky. I, I'm so happy everything's going well. Like, this is a very positive environment. Like, yeah. So are you guys up for a little spooky time?
2: Absolutely, <laughs> darling.
11: Cool. Yeah, I got a big bowl of pomegranate seeds, too. Okay, this is called Reckless Slide. Technically, it's a summer poem, but I can read it in November. Okay, right? Got you can do approval. what you
9: want.
11: Okay, cool. That's what I like to hear. I like to hear. All right. <laughs> Tropical jungle climate, white waters, boulders, and falling sand. So much falling sand. The best places are always locked on a groovy Saturday. Hidden gems, cement barriers, everything's overgrown. Blackberries shine in the sunlight. High madrone trees, date palms, danger, beware. Falling stones. no trespassing. High water, death and injury. Every word that much more appealing. The lame places are public, private property, circling buzzards, carrots in the trees, cicadas click and buzz. The steps are high, up the side of a mountain, into a cement culvert. The water's deep, it's unnatural, carrying inflatables. Better to die in style, or live to tell the tale and get some more friends. Spit in death's face, it's a long slide, With high walls and impenetrable steel cages, so many broken limbs, I want to go viral. One way or another, I'm here for the recklessness, the drunken idiocy, the time of your life fatalities. I'm here for the dummies in their sunscreen with their swimsuits on. The water fans out. These people never pay attention. Green water. Deep and cold Unfloatable Bubbles sucking out the buoyancy 50 miles of man-made cavern Fresh drinking water At the bottom of the hill Filtered through county corpses Even the ghosts are having fun What a way to go Sliced and diced The power lines buzz and shake Some of the towers already fell Collapsing into the valley of trees White light Blinding water Look at them go. One hundred a year drown or go missing. It takes a special kind of stupid to try and trick the fates. Barbed wire and fishing line. Tangled knots of metallic suffering. It doesn't matter. The rocks are high and black. Where will their viral videos wind up? On YouTube or the dark web? Will they circulate the gore sites or the news sites? I want more visitors. More tourists. So many faded that they become less than nothing. Nobody's special anymore. Just another cocky idiot. The cowards always live and they always bring the sirens. It's nobody else's fault but their own. Nobody is going to find the fallen, but the fallen will find them. I've seen it before. The combined struggle of decades of dares. squirming pale in the moonlight. Swimming away from the fall. Resisting. The suction of the hidden tunnels. They came back to teach trespassers how to swim with the fishies. It's their lonely spirits that cry out for more. More visitors to join them in the great forever. It's the only thing left that brings me any joy. Undue injury and recklessness. A show of last day fun. And I'm always here in my hidden office filming and reviewing footage for kicks. Nobody need know what I know. And that's how it go go goes. Thank you.
0: That was absolutely phenomenal.
11: Yeah, it's Incredible. pretty messed up.
0: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you know, I the, the one line no. in there that really stuck out with me was I'm here for the recklessness. I want that on a t-shirt.
11: Right? I wish I right. could right. like have <laughs> <top> merch. <mark. laughs>
0: I love. I just it resonated within me. It kind of sang when you said that line. Like the 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 monk, the monk started chanting. It's like, oh, I know that line. (laughs) I want it. Uh, Yeah, that was. Jimmy, you wanna? You're here. You wanna go ahead?
8: Yeah, that was uh, that was great. You know, I. I Now that you're right, there's so many lines, really. Um, Mm -hmm. But. Uh, Structure-wise, I really, I really dug the piece. Uh, I, I, I really liked the touch of internal rhyming, but for the most part, for a non-rhyming uh, piece, to read it the way you did, it, it, to, to me, like
2: the,
8: the best thing that you can do with that is, is read it as a poem, to where it never comes off as prose, and you just did a perfect job with it, and really, really outstanding piece, my man.
9: Thank you.
11: Yeah, I. I don't know. I just write. I wouldn't even... Like, I write poetry, but I just like to write, you know? Yeah. Like... Yeah, the inspiration for this is kind of interesting because there's this place in Eugene, outside of it technically, called the Rock Slides. And I kind of had a harrowing thing happen to me there. And I went there this summer for the first time with, like, my partner. And I... And it was completely empty, and it was around dusk. And I'm looking into that pool where I'd, you know, nearly sunk. And this just kind of came to me. I was thinking about the recklessness of summer. You know, you kind know, of people don't pay attention, but they do these things. They go to these places that aren't the safest. Like, there are a lot of, lot of don't-go-here type signs. Do not drink here, you know. And we went there, of course.
2: <sighs> it was, yeah, it's, it was uh, very it's,
8: spooky. It's kind of what Nyla, Nyla, you always say, too, about life experiences. You know, we talk about that. It could be the most inconsequential thing at the moment. But it's something that sticks with you, and, and it makes those words come out. Uh, and that's the beauty of this community that we have here because we have the sonnets, we have the haikus, we have the prompts, we have we have things in structure, and at the same time we have just reckless ramblings of what we feel inside and just to get those words out. And that was, um, was very, very uh, I liked it a lot. And Niall was like, it reminds me a little bit of some of my early stuff as well.
0: <laughs> Thank yeah. you. You know, James, yeah. okay. Uh, so that you're different? not always here. It's okay that you have a life outside of the speakeasy, but it's like I told you in the email, <laughs> and, and it's meant sincerely. It. You know, you can go for five years without calling in, but when you call in, it's like you've never left. There's always a yeah. table, or a setting at the table for you, in case you happen to show up. There's always a coffee, cup, coffee on the counter Aww. waiting for you. You know, so I it's mean, okay.
2: More just,
0: coffee. Just know that this Where's is it? your home, and you belong here. Whenever you can be here, we are... Absolutely
11: thrilled to have you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. I want to get back into it. I really I miss reading my poetry outside of my living room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was that time, I think it was in April, and I was doing a bunch of stuff, and I ran to Kinko's to print a poem, and then I had to find, like, a private place in public to read it, and the wind's blowing, and I'm trying to, like, keep my pages that was pretty epic. I wanna yeah, I'd really like to get back into it, you know. But oh, yeah
0: This is a great start. You should try next week reading again.
11: Oh yeah. Well I can <laughs> All uh right, sweetie. Yeah, I'll tell you guys know, my WordPress if you like. And I do have a book. If I don't know. Yeah. My WordPress is Jotter Poetry Overlord you know, .wordpress.com. Cool.
2: Yeah, All right, I haven't updated
11: recently, but, ahead, you know, I haven't updated recently, but, yeah, I do update sometimes.
2: <laughs>
11: <laughs> if you want to find me, come to Eugene. say my name three times and I might appear. All right. <laughs> Happy anniversary.
12: <laughs> Thank
0: you, sweetheart. It was so All good right, to hear from you, hon. All right. So our next caller Jimmy comes from area code 219. We have I believe some brother O.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm kind of, wait a minute. No, that's wrong. We have area code brother O's next after after okay. our next caller. So, uh Brother, I'll get ready, but we have Jessica. Jessica's coming on, and I know that we need to. Uh, Jessica, what is? Um, are you ready? Seven seven nine is Jessica. I'm trying to find Morgan's. Uh, I'm just bring Morgan on too. Let's go ahead and bring Jessica on real quick. Seven seven nine. Jessica, you with us, honey? yeah
7: morgan's on the call line with me
2: hello
7: What's his? oh so you guys are together oh great hi honey how are you figured we
2: <laughs> it <right>.
0: super easy <laughs> it is very super cool. easy so i want to ask you something first of all i need to let area code 903 which is eric i believe you are not in the lineup honey i had you in the lineup and you haven't missed your place in line yet if you want to read then hit one or if you want to just hit one and jump in the lineup when you're ready to come on, that's fine, too. But I just want to let you know that you haven't lost your place in line. I think maybe your call dropped or something. That's 903, Eric Sheldon. All right. So before we start, I want to ask you, I don't know whether to say Jessica or Annabelle. What do I do now? Annabelle.
7: Okay, Annabelle.
0: It's going to be officially
7: changed next year. So.
0: Okay, Annabelle. Do you remember the first time you called in on the show?
7: I remember not being able to breathe long enough to speak.
13: <laughs> <coughs> was someone how,
0: how old were you? I was
7: 16. Wow. Uh, 15. 15, 16, somewhere in between there. I remember it was summer. Mm-hmm. You were just a, a baby. Minute. I mean, you watched all my kids start to grow, so <laughs>
0: I I watched your entire. I have watched your. I've watched you grow up on the Speakeasy. You were either fifteen or just barely turned sixteen. I remember when you the very first time you called in, and I was really taken back because of the depth and the soul and the clarity in your writing. And, you know, I I remember talking to you know, I really hope you keep up with writing and stuff. And I did. I watched you grow as a poet. I watched you change. I watched you mature. I watched your focus change, your skills developed, but I watched you grow as a person. I watched you go through relationships. I watched you go through some really hard things. I watched you through the birth of your children, you know, um, all of it. And And it's like I look at you now and you're this amazing, amazing woman. And it's like I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of everything that you've been able to accomplish. And I know that sometimes it's hard for you to see that. But if you could see yourself from someone who sat back and watched you, you would understand. I am so proud that you are my poetry baby.
7: I'm really glad. and I wish that more people could see me the way that you do. I mean, you've you've seen a lot of the the darkness, the sadness, but so much of the happiness. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've you know been what? like a closed-off wall to everybody else, but you guys are my family. <laughs>
0: We are definitely your family, and, and you are our daughter. You are our poetry baby. You are our youngest. <laughs> now, I don't know if you're still our youngest, but you were our youngest. You are our first youngest. You are our firstborn. <laughs> See,
7: I, told you I remember telling you too. I remember telling you, you that I was never getting out of it.
0: <laughs> I remember telling you that I I had, I was really excited about the next generation of poets. You know, handing the torch over to the next generation of poets after hearing you read. I remember saying that to you on the show, and it's just, I still feel that way. You know, you make me very excited about the voice that's going to be coming behind our generation of poets.
7: Yeah, and I thought that you would like to know that my oldest daughter, she is turning 11 on Sunday, and I'm nervous as hell. Um, she, She writes her own songs. That's incredible. Yeah. I'm, oh, that is incredible! Eleven. Need tell to, her to stop that. Tell her to start stop shrinking. I tried. She told me that the putting her in a box doesn't work, and you know. Oh, just they just—they—they they think it doesn't work. They
0: just don't know. Ask Jimmy about putting I, things I, in I boxes. I've been standing there long enough.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: guys, Morgan,
7: you haven't been Hello. here as long
0: as as my sweet little Annabelle daughter, but. You know, you are an amazing voice. I am so glad that we have gotten to know you. I was really, really impressed with you the first time you called in, and and very excited that Annabelle brought you to us. And I'm really Thank excited you. to see she's what you guys are going to do tonight. I know she told me. <laughs>
13: yeah, um, yeah, we're uh, I, I've got something that's kind of I got two pieces that are linked together. I'm not exactly sure what she's going to read, but I definitely want both, you know, her and you on. The the line um, I'm just glad I could be here this is kind of by accident I usually work um, but I'm off tonight so it's it's a happy accident that I'm able, able to be here
0: well we're glad so go ahead whenever you guys are ready and go ahead you're going to read two pieces and we're, we've still got a lot of colors so what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you read
7: both pieces and then we'll comment yeah that's fine Okay, Okay. so Morgan, you're going to go first, and then I'll read, because oh. mine's brand new, no one's heard it.
13: Okay, um, so uh, the first piece that I'm going to read is, actually the first piece that I ever read on the show, but it plays into uh, the second piece that I'm going to read, so I figured it was worth revisiting the officially finished version of The Solemn Rose. Low but a rose so sweetly scented on its tips a fume so strong it lingers gently on my lips the moonlight calmly glinting on its piercing hide a bed of razors a warning in which to ascribe a dagger hence for every scar growing over every mar to brace this flower's beauty bold from those whose grips are strong in hold with simple viewing from afar, you cannot see the pox in Mar, However deep they seem to run, still they stand to soak the sun, detracting not from strength of stem, Nor from beauty of this gem. Yet to admire from away, Does injustice to the display of darkly woken woollen silken bends, That grow more vibrant as it mends. So here I sit at water's edge, Waxing towards this thorny pledge With quips of wonder in my brain Will a touch leave blood and pain? Or should I venture from afar Dare not touch the pox and mar And thereby in a fearful state Risk injustice on my fate? I suppose with time the answer's clear And only if I shall draw near To risk a touch with weathered hand Shall I know, if I'm to stand, the bonds in which adorn the flower that tempts me so this waning hour? And peace.
0: Awesome. And your second yeah. piece.:
13: My second piece is uh, I have a pillar entitled, because uh, I haven't officially posted this one yet, um, but I call it to the one I write. There's an empty place in my head and my heart that began to grow when we had to depart That void has been filled with nothing but you But I'm sure that's something you already knew The time that we shared as we roamed through the sand has altered the course of the life I had planned The distance was great and the years, they were long Filled with trial and challenge that made us both strong. I forgot what it meant to feel at home with my friend. If there's something to take from, it's that point in the end. The things that I'd give to turn back the hour. I'm sorry to say I have no such power. Everything here feels empty and wrong. A lamp with no bulb. A voice with no song. I often feel my fate tied to your own, the threads of our bond that reality's sown. They bind up my brain and my thoughts get discordant when I find you're in pain or situations abhorrent. I fight for the friend that has always stood by and even grew wings when I learned to fly. No matter the course of the path laid ahead, I'd lay down my life to remove what's been said. I stand by your side from here to the end to help save the life that we seek to amend. And peace.
2: Wow. That's
7: not fair. Wow.
0: Now she's supposed to read, right? <laughs> yep.
13: I said she should. First. She didn't listen.
0: So shall I kick his butt for you, Annabelle? Um yeah. Let's let, Jim, let's let Jimmy comment while you breathe. <laughs> yeah,
8: um just really a lot of a lot of emotion, especially in that second piece. Both pieces, uh what I really liked was uh your your portrayal of the words. Um really uh when when you know, when you have a rhyming piece like that, to have the methodical pace that you took with it, you're taking your time and it just uh, it's it makes it it makes a, it's when a poem becomes a spoken song and really uh really beautiful stuff on man.
13: Thank you. I appreciate that.
8: Yeah, it, I'm like it, that it's, weird uh,
13: second cousin that rolls in <laughs> and just sort of like creates a whirlwind. I'm like, Bye, see you in two years.
0: <laughs> you know, I used to have a boyfriend like that. I always called him my carnival. <laughs> You know, we, we would, he would show up in town, and I'd drop everything or whoever I was with, and we would have a grand couple of months, and then he'd be gone again for a year or two. And then he'd show up randomly out of the blue. <laughs> um, the carnival. The weird cousin. That's good.
2: The yeah. so, weird cousin. I really
0: love the way that you have you, – you are a poet with intent, and you hold that pen – with a smile when you write. I know you do. And and you, you calculate your words very meticulously so that they hit just where you want them to hit.
13: That's true. <laughs> That's I know it's true. true.
0: I don't lie.
7: <laughs> I knew that. I no, knew that.
13: I will agonize <laughs> over like... I will agonize over like and the it like for weeks before I post a piece. Like like the the. Oh yeah, mean no, stuff. he
7: reads it to me over and over, and suddenly it doesn't make sense. It's like listening to. But the But he words didn't part read that when He just read to me, did he? He he has read that to me once, and I lost my shit then too. <laughs> uh,
0: so, you have one he hasn't heard.
7: Nobody's heard, right? Yeah, um it's from a um, from a book that I finally started writing. Um, I'm calling it Anne's Attic, and you'll be happy. I changed names in it so that I didn't have to go through all of the crap. And it's technically a, an autobiography of what I've been through. I
0: want to write a poem like that, an autobiography, or a poem for my mother, saying, Dear Mom, I'm not going to call you by your name, but it's not going to matter because you know this poem's about you. Mom. Right. Yeah.
7: (laughs) Growing up, she didn't have a name. It was Mom. (laughs) Oh, I had lots of names for her. Oh, so I know those names. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh. <laughs> All right, so show us what you brought tonight, baby girl.
7: Okay, so the first chapter is the introduction, and that's what I'm going to read to you. It's called The Stairs. The mental boxes are taped across with cobwebs and tied shut with moments forgotten. They're hidden behind unstable walls and she knows exactly how to find them. But she won't, at least not yet. You see, one day in her years of captivity, she decided to tuck each of those boxes away, even from herself. I'm going to take you through her boxes, one at a time. Together we will write her story and her pain will no longer haunt her. The cobwebs will blow away, and she will no longer return to the dark corridor that is her past. I give you Anne's attic. She thought the world of him. She craved his attention, and he wasn't even hers to hold. Daniel would never hold Anne the way Alan held Blair. She knew that. Anne's daydreams never seemed to let up, though. She would see Alan watching Blair from across the room. The need and the want to be near her was was apparent to everyone. She wanted that, and yet Daniel would do anything he could to leave Anne's side. She watched as Alan made his made his love smile. How he helped her with anything that he could, as she craved that sort of attention. That was the first time Anne met Alan, and they became became wonderful friends. For years, he made her laugh, and slowly, she began to trust him with everything she had. He always told her the truth, always made sure she was holding her head high in times of torment. A handful of years had passed. Anne had left Daniel, who never spoke another word to her after that. Alan had left Blair, who grew to hate him as well as hating Anne. Anne found herself talking to Alan one night. She sat at her computer bundled in a blanket with frozen toes and shaky fingers. They talked for hours, one always hinting at the other with the bashfulness that one carries in the center of their stomach. I want more than anything to tell you that their story began happy and ended joyful, but I can't do that. These were merely the stepping stones, stairs lined with splinters, leading to her attic. Shoes! He growled with intent from across the room. You make the decision now, Anne. Choose? He asked the impossible of her, but she had to answer him. He's never been this angry before. I'll always choose you. She whispered the words, and he sneered in disgust. You say that, but do you mean it? You hesitated. Maybe you should leave with them. If you walk out that door, though, you'll never see our daughter again. I'll make sure of it. Anne shuddered at the thought of losing everything she had built. She risked a glance at her sisters and saw the anger on their faces. They wanted her to come with them, but they heard her say it. They heard her choose him. That night, Anne sat with her sisters while holding her little girl. Eliza was stuffing her belongings into boxes, and Mackenzie was doing the same on the couch. Anne sat with her bundle at the kitchen table, feeling the ache of uncertainty and loss run its course. I'm sorry. Anne stammered her words like stumbling through a doorway, abrupt and too late to reverse the damage. You shouldn't be apologizing, Eliza said. You should be packing and coming with us. He isn't good for you. He's toxic. Can't you see that? Anne stared at the crack in the kitchen floor until it burned into her memory. Still looking at the slice in the plastic tiles, she gently spoke. We have a child together. It has to be stress getting to him or something. Anne didn't even believe her own voice. It had become a distant noise without comprehension. From the couch, Mackenzie sighed and loudly taped a box shut. The sound made Allison stir in her arms, but she did not wake. He spent nearly an hour yelling at us, Eliza, oh, yelling at Eliza and I, and Your family, your flesh and blood. That wasn't stress. That was hatred. Mackenzie breathed the last word as if it took all of her strength to say it. The girls remained silent for the rest of the evening, barely exchanging goodnight wishes. Alan had gone off to work, so she was alone in the darkness of her bedroom. The sound of Allison's bubbly snore kept her grounded. Her sister's words echoed off the walls and made her cringe in pain. Alan didn't hate her sisters. He couldn't. He agreed to help them get back up on their feet, even if it took a few months. Granted, Anne had to ask several times before he agreed. She still saw that as him caring about her family. He loved Anne. He would do anything for her to be happy. She had thought he would anyway. It had been two years since they reconnected, and she finally had that one person she thought she would never, she thought she wanted so badly. She was happy, wasn't she? She had a roof over her head, didn't she? She had a family of her own now. So why am I hurting so much right now? She whispered to the open window. The only answer came from crickets on the other side. She picked up her cell phone and checked the time. 10.42 p.m. Ellen wouldn't be home for hours. She entered her password and sent them a text. I'm sorry about earlier. I shouldn't have answered you like that. I love you. And with that sent, Anne quietly sobbed into her pillow until exhaustion took over. Anne, wake up. Babe, wake up morning had entered the room early the next day and so had Alan. Her heart raced and her face flushed as Alan shook her arm to wake her. What time is it? She asked as she glanced out the window to the breaking daylight. That doesn't matter. I want to talk to you, so wake up. Alan still sounded mad. He hadn't answered her text from the last night. She could see that when she reached for her phone. Don't distract yourself with your phone. I'm trying to talk to you. He snapped as he snatched her phone from her hands. She had seen the time just before he took it away. 4 a.m. Why are you waking me up to talk at 4 in the morning? Al? I'm too tired right now. Ann complained while covering herself with the blanket. Oh, no, you don't, he growled. I don't care if you're tired. You're going to wake up and talk to me. Jesus, okay. Ann sat up against the headboard and waited, holding back nausea. This fight was going to be a bad one. Oops. And peace. I know that look.
0: I know that feeling. Oh man, it's a strong one. <laughs> this is going to be a bad one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, or is that a horrible uh,
0: resignation that you feel when that happens, when that when that, mom, that moment of realization when you know that it's inevitable?
7: Yeah, it should have been the first red flag. It's that
0: you know, I and and a lot of people know this. I mean, I still have a retainer that I'm wearing and stuff like that because I had to have some jaw work done from an injury done years ago from a slap happy boyfriend. You know, I've not made any any. You know, hid that fact that you know I have been through that, and it's one of the things that's made it really hard to see you go through the, some of the stuff that you've gone through. Because I know, and I know I can't fix it, but I want to so badly. You know, and it just broke my heart to know some of the things that you've gone through. But I am so glad that you're able to voice it and share it because letting it go, giving it a voice, giving it a face. I mean, when you write something, it gives it a face. When something has a face, you can look at it. When you can look at it, it loses power. So it's yeah. I'm really glad that you do that. And that one I hate to tell you, my darling love, was long. And oh, I still know it was have, long as oh, the why yeah, I only so read we, the one. Good. <laughs> okay. I I just I didn't want to cut you off and tell you only one, but um you know, I would love to hear some other pieces from that as we go along and see how, how that's going, putting having what you're putting that together. I would like to see more boxes in your attic.
2: <laughs> oh, there are gonna be
0: so many. <laughs> I think it's a great concept Um, for your book. I think that it's going to be
7: really good. I remember I was writing, or I started to write it, and I originally wanted to call it dirty laundry, but I went with Anne's Attic because the boxes seemed more permanent. And the boxes
0: are things you hide. People don't hide their dirty laundry. They put it out on the line. People love that. No, these these are dead. <laughs> you know, it's know, know like a yeah, yeah. Look at, at this thing here. You so. want to know about that one? <laughs> we all want that story. You know, but but the the secrets that we have. No, you don't tell anybody. But I'm glad yeah. that you are. I'm trying.
13: Well, Nyla, I hope it uh, gives you a little bit of solace that uh, I'm going to take good care of this one.
0: Well, you know, I believe that. <laughs> I, I believe that your love is probably as meticulous as your writing, and I'm believing, I'm trusting you that she's in good hands.
13: I mean, we've been best friends for like 17 years, and uh, yet here we are. So I, I think I think we're a little bit overdue.
7: <laughs> Just my my, uh, my, my hand's still naked, and I want to share it with you.
5: It.
0: The one thing that I'm going to share with you, and I want you both to listen to this very seriously. Before you get in a fight ever, ask yourself, is this, is the fight worth the damage it's going to do? Is the issue really that important? And remember, every time you insist on winning a fight, you're making them a loser. And do you want to make them a loser? Or is I it love better that, to compromise, compromise and figure it out together. If you make the decision that you don't want to fight, then don't fight. Let's figure this out because I don't want to make you a loser because you're not a loser. And and if I have to win, that means I'm making you a loser. And if you both think that way, then you'll be okay.
13: I don't think we've ever had a fight in 17 years. (laughs) So I I think we're on a pretty good track record. All right, kiddos.
0: Tell everyone how to come find you guys.
13: Uh, you first, my dear lady, sirs.
7: Okay, even though you're a cyber ghost. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I am still on all poetry forward slash scarlet letter. I post as I can.
13: And uh, you can find my writing at uh, writerscafe.org slash ashire, A-S-H-I-R-E. That's the only place I have anything posted. It's in a little corner of the Internet, so... I don't know. I guess like being a hidden gem question mark or, you know, either that or like a lump of charcoal. Your choice. I'll let you figure it out.
0: <laughs> All right. Oh Fantastic job, both of you. Thank you so much for being here tonight. And happy anniversary, you guys.
2: Thank happy anniversary. You.
0: Yay. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, kids. Bye. Bye. Makes me feel so old, Jimmy.
8: Yeah, we're old timers I know, right (laughs) We can't turn back the hands in time We just got to go forward
0: You know, I went to the hairdresser the other day And she goes, boy, it looks like we're going to have to start Discussing your mature blondes It's like, what the fuck did you just say to me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going back to you again (laughs) I hate your face (laughs) It's like, what, where? Show me (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and grab our next caller. We have area code 219. 219, you're on the air. And we're going to have to, at this point, you guys, we're going to have to, I've got about eight callers left to get on. We've got an hour to go. So two very short poems or one long poem, one normal, you know, longish, normal length poem. You you know what I'm talking about. I don't have to, to, to explain it. You guys know what I'm saying. So anyway, yeah, 219, you're on the air.
14: Hey, how you doing? This is brother on the on the line.
0: Brother O, happy brother happy o. anniversary.
14: Yes, sir. I'm doing good. How you doing?
0: Doing wonderful. So, on this glorious night of our 15th year anniversary celebration, what are you going to grace us with?
14: I had this poem that I wrote years ago called My Physical Affliction is My Greatest Strength. That's what I'm going to read tonight. Brothers and sisters, I am here to educate you about my particular physical affliction and attempt to explain it. So you can gain a new perspective of how I live with my affliction daily. Ever since I was born, I have had a, I've had a congenital heart condition. and I have some physical limitations, such as not being able to do any serious physical work or as far as myself as being temperatures present, and and extreme, extremely stressful situations. I was able to work until I had to give it up 14 years ago. Even my physical afflictions, despite all of them, God has always blessed me with his grace and mercy. And I am still blessed and highly favored. Brothers and sisters, I once considered my heart condition as a bad, and and curse because I couldn't do what other people who were, who were perfectly healthy could do, such as play sports, participate in social activities. I allowed my affliction to find me for many years, and I missed out many opportunities. I once had very low self-esteem and self-confidence, and I considered myself to be a nobody who believed that everybody was against me. I was a very angry and hostile brother who took my frustrations out on people who did nothing to me and treated me well. I blamed everybody for my affliction. Nobody wanted to, be around, wanted to be around me because I was... Or negativity, I even thought that God didn't even care about me. now I believe that I was the only one in the world with a heart condition. so one day I asked God, Why did you allow me to be afflicted with a heart condition? Can't you cure me of this affliction so I can be a normal human being again? God replied, Why not you, my son? I did not create you to be an ordinary man." For you are an extraordinary brother who is destined for greatness. Put your trust in me, and do not lean upon your own understanding. Be strong, courageous, and do not be terrified or discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I will not leave you nor forsake you, because you are a man after my own heart. And I am not a man that shall lie. For in me there is no failure. Brother my son, I feel you were a heart condition to be a living example of my ability to use anybody. But I would give you the capabilities and capacity to inspire people and trust their lives in a special way. And you shall become a beacon of encouragement and inspiration for your light was shone upon them. It was my plan to put you in the hospital numerous times to prepare you for your greatest destiny. And this is the ministry of inspiration and encouragement through poetry. For I bless you with a unique gift for crafting the range of words you shall use Your writing talents to touch the hearts and minds of your brothers and sisters through your masterpieces, to glory unto me. Father, my son, your assignment is encouraging and inspiring your brothers and sisters to their life despite their afflictions and not use their limitations as an excuse, since you Refuse to allow people to put limits on you. I will use you as your my use you as my mouthpiece to reach those who are afflicted. And let them know that I, the Lord your God, am above all afflictions, and I am a God who has no limits. For your affliction, your affliction is your greatest strength, and I give you the power to overcome, it, my son. Brothers and sisters, before I conclude this piece. Here are a couple of scriptures that God is struggling to share with you. They are found in Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verses seven to ten. To keep me from being conceited, because of these surpassing great revelations. There was given unto me a thorn in my flesh, a message of Satan to torment me. And three times I plead with God to take it away from me. But he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for you, my son. For my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest upon me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I will delight in weakness, in an insults, and in hardships, and persecutions, and in difficulties. But when I am weak, I am strong in pawns.
0: When I am weak, I am strong. I love that. I would say you gotta, I sometimes you have to lose to win.
14: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Let's go ahead and... Oh, I'm having some issues here. But yeah. Jimmy, what'd you think, hon?
8: Ah, uh, Brother o, you know we, we talked a little bit last time, and um i your pieces always touch me man you're you're just more and more becoming one of my absolute favorites. Uh, I like how you're so real with the words and your flow is just crystal clear uh, neither you you can attest to it I mean, Brother o definitely has something special going on, mhm
2: yeah
8: absolutely
0: just absolute example first of all, the conviction of faith. You know, and and be oh, yeah. be oh, yeah. no excuse. Uh, pride of existence, I guess is the best way right. to put it. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: Fantastic job, Brother L. Do me a favor, love. Tell everyone how to find you.
14: I am on Facebook on the Omar Brother Gathering, and uh, you can check me out. I post a lot of inspirational messages. The other, the other that, I, that I see on Facebook, I put my own stuff, and I write a lot of inspirational poetry, and they got this belief that my purpose of doing poetry is inspiring and encouraging people wherever they are, regardless of background, race, any, anybody. Because I was pulling this shirt to encourage and inspire people. So oh, check me out, guys, and thanks for,
8: for your support every week.
0: Absolutely. Our absolutely. pleasure. Thank you so much. For, go ahead, Jimmy. I'm sorry.
8: No, I just said absolutely. We love having you, brother.
0: Yeah. Thank you for being part of our family, and happy 15-year anniversary to you.
14: Yes. So, yes, to you guys. Thank you for
0: being uh, a part of this.
14: Well, uh, Yeah, next year I'll be doing poetry for 12 years. That into my 11th year. Next year will be 12 years
2: So we're just, a, we're
0: just a couple years older than you
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah All
0: right, Brother O We'll talk to you next week, sweetheart Thank you so much, honey
14: Okay, take care
0: You too, hun. Take care now
14: All right
0: Okay, our next caller Comes from area code 832 I believe this is Soldier Blue 832, are you with us?
15: Hey, what's up, now?
0: Hey, How are you
15: doing? How are We days? had
0: so much doing fun right, with Jimmy? you last week.
15: Oh, I'm oh, sure. I'm good. Sure we you, did. Was, I'm, just, I'm, I'm cool, man. I just, I as like I said, I was knocked, slept the hell out last week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you Down know, and out. <laughs> I'll let
0: you know. You'll be happy to know that you do not snore.
15: Well, that's a good thing. You know,
0: I, I figured something happened, and
15: you felt, you know,
0: sometimes you guys wait for a really long time, and I can understand you falling asleep. Mama's done that a couple of times. There's a couple of times Michael, when Michael was hosting with me, would fall asleep, and it's like I would, you know, unmute his mic, and he would be snoring, and I'd have to mute it real quick and say, looks like we lost Michael. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know, sir, but we tried. I... I I
0: tried calling you back, like I hung up and figured, well, if I hang up and call him back, the phone ringing will wake him up and then he can read. So we tried calling you like three times, but, you know, you were were down for the count. So it was cute. I I absolutely loved it. (laughs) But you know what? That's just one of many of those amazing, personal, incredible, fun-type moments we've had with you since the conception of this show. You you were like reading on a very you read on our very first show, didn't you? Weren't you
15: I think I did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, because I knew
0: you way before I started this show.
15: Oh yeah. Well we were doing all the the challenges and stuff on um on Face or on uh, MySpace and then yeah. uh, the scattered shows that were the happening at that point. And Cold
0: Vault,
15: um, yeah. Yeah, you know. Various ones, and uh, I don't remember the the uh, the names, but I remember uh, the 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 works that I read on that on that first show there. And one was basically about a guy who was uh, from a reservation and had seen a whole bunch of stuff roll down on him, roll down on his family. You know, basically. Being able to look back through the lens of, of uh, what had happened to his people and see everything that had come to them at that point, point. and another the one was about a, basically a, if I'm if say a, a three year old uh, Southern Cheyenne boy who was basically a ghost and he visited some people who were on a, a travel tourist bus and happened to be passing through the area of the Sand Creek Massacre. So, like I said, I remember both of those pieces. Actually, I don't remember the names, but I remember the works. I remember the path that they that they walked. So, yeah. That's
0: pretty amazing. So what are you going to read for us tonight, honey?
15: I have, Well, I got one uh, here. It's one. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what I'm going to call this yet. It's just got a variety of things going on. But anyway, um, it's uh, five rhymes of the restless kind. They stir just enough trouble to bring a smile from the twinkling eyes of a crow. Gawk and beats sound of bone hollow wings. A few. The bone hollow dreams of a festering year. Be a caretaker, not a perpetuator. The distance is not so great. It is what you think. Etro, myths and spit, the tired song of ignorance that shows rationality instead of fact. Second surge, regurgitation, the stench of what you learned in school, Trans-Siberian land bridge. There is no evidence, Earth offers no possibilities that this occurred. Too much knowledge stands against it. Red Earth received no holiday feast from the pilgrims. We taught them how to plant corn to keep them out of our fucking graveyards. The insufferable, the unwashed, the insurmountable physics of our interminable dead. So now we are our ageless ones. An insurrection gathering of bones. The reflections at our feet. Songs of silence, songs of thought, songs through which our shadows crawl. GEDAKE we shall bleed their dreams by firelight. won't be. Comes the time for percussive conversation. Some few of us can say without a beat, without a pause. I use a gunmetal pen when I write. Seared essence, there is still much to be grateful for. Strength of arm, strength of spirit. The endurance of beyond unexpected holocaust, spirit cries of harsh realities, mad with sound and vision, while gather as with living coals, feline, lupine, feral eyes, burning bright, vocal expressions, we are still... Here, blood calls to blood, ancestors of our red earth and stars, hearts stirred, Dagon sky, message incandescent, winds rising before the storm, we did not die. You got six they say we follow dead stars. The dims that are our constellations no longer exist. Though the names change, the stars are yet the same, following our colors, our stories, our breath. So we follow our stars beneath an older veil of an ageless, ancient sky. We follow the wheel that defies any rate of time. Fifth Psalmers of a timbered phrase, five lines for the restless kind, each encounter has its own set of scars. Some is our flesh making payment for that sacrifice. What you ask for, so must you give in equal amounts. You cannot cheat harmony. If you do not give freely, it shall be taken. The wealth of Earth should not mean her death. If that is the perception of certain human beings, there is no, and there is no reciprocity, then perhaps the thinking needs to be changed. Five in the water, chasms of life, molten holes, you. Such a liquid cannot be swallowed. Marginal tactics implemented on what makes quality life how long before death is a stain upon us all. Waboske ibakter. Oh, the reaper comes. Oh, dutze, dutze. We scooped marrow from the bone They say, Now you shall be scattered as dirt over the earth, our old men say. Getha, clean ga- skies, grace not for an optic nerve. The colors hold fast. Five minds tied to eyes, Ethnic tribulation We shall seek our descendants That they might grasp our Dawn-like dreams From the grip of forever Goss on Thirds quantitative thrust I, mound I There are no cuts That will bring clarity To this jewel Streaked with medicine Drops of shiny mauve and color. These are the days we have stripped from the mythic prose of genocide. We do not indulge lies taught to us in school. Skin stretched taut over bones. We have learned how to honor your painful fascination. destruction at any price for that next dollar, yeah. You need that next breath you steal, sealing someone's fate by calling water and an essential right life to settlement of settlers, citizens. Talk about rights. Natives talk about responsibilities. Obligations to family, to people, to the land We are tired of your self-discoveries Death and blood and the death of others According to you We are tired of your lies Five times five times five We are the ghost road born And we shall make livable Our hearth and home and peace
0: wow damn Jimmy,
8: yeah, you know what and it's i and I gotta say I' a you a know, soldier you you just it's you, you pieces and especially like they' are always from such a personal level and and your delivery. Like, it it lulls me, and I'm literally am closing my eyes and just feeling the words. Uh, just absolutely outstanding, Nyla. I
0: absolutely agree. Well, you've been listening to me drool on your shit for how many years?
2: Well, there's a reason for it, Nyla. I mean, <laughs> how can you not? There's
0: nothing... Exactly, you know, there's, there's, Soldier, there's nothing I could ever add. I'm having to pull stuff out of the air now and piece words together because I have given him so many that I just don't know what else I could ever say. He's amazing yep. and important and vital, and, and I have so much respect for you, Soldier Blue. You know that, and I cannot tell you. You know, we're given gifts in this life, and, you know, you have definitely been one of those gifts in mine. We've known each other for so long. You know, and have talked through so. You know, there, I've been through so much with you. You know, yes, I've yes. I've seen you ready to quit everything, and I've. You know, I've. There's just so many things we've been through,
2: and know. we're still
0: here. We're still here sharing poetry together. Still here yeah, in friendship. Yeah. Still here in this community is incredible.
15: Yeah. I- I get to that place a lot of times, more times than I'll ever talk about with anybody. But I still keep walking because it still keeps showing me stories, more stories than need to be talking about.
1: You got I stuff have stuff to do walk that.
15: on.
8: yeah We're glad you do, because uh, you know, I, Nyla. Real quick, I, I was I was actually having. A, idea of putting together, maybe we can talk about this later but we'll put together a workshop specifically on the vocal aspects of, of the spoken word uh, poetry and if I was to do that soldier you'd definitely be included and if I had to put one example, if I had to put several examples you know if in in the form of an of an actual poem that was read uh, and read in a certain way then you would definitely be one of them just Really,
2: never stop, man.
15: Never stop. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. I appreciate that, well got it. Very cool. All
8: right,
0: uh, Soldier, tell everyone how to find you,
13: darling.
15: Okay. Yep, you can find me at uh, on Facebook. It's uh, Rafe Wild at Facebook. And then um, in parentheses underneath you see Soldier Blue. And then also the uh, uh, Red Earth one. Um, podcast and and I keep saying I'm going to put some more stuff on there and uh, as yet I haven't for a couple of weeks now but I will I'm going to put some more on
0: there (laughs) I'll do it I promise (laughs) very (laughs) good very cool right, sweetheart fantastic job tonight thank you and happy anniversary
15: happy anniversary Miss Nyla it's good to still be in a place that's not only you know, showing other people where they can begin, but someplace that some of us can call our uh, familiar place, of, or I should say, a familiar home place. Absolutely.
6: Mhm.
0: Yep. All right, sweetheart. We will talk to you next week, honey. Thank you so much. All
15: right. Take care. Thank you, Miss Nada. All right, Jimmy. Talk to you, bro. All
8: right,
0: man. Good night, Soldier Blue. Blue.
15: Good night, Miss Nyla.
0: (laughs) All right, our next caller. Oh my gosh, really?
15: Who is it? Who is it,
9: Nyla? No. See me in suspenders like this?
0: I'm I'm shuddering to think. Seven five seven.
2: (laughs) Shudder.
5: Oh, gosh. Hey, it's Tamiko Barnett. Hello. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to you. I have been so worried
0: about you. Hey, i like, hey. your page and, like, <laughs> w- watching for comments.
5: And, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad that you're okay. I've been worried about you. Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just feel like, you know, I've been... Um, Listening online, actually, I've been tuning in online and just kind of pulling back, just doing, you know, the everyday stuff, thinking on some things, Um, what I want to do, some projects, something, just trying to figure some things out and sort some things out. And that's all, just taking some moments to myself and just kind of pulling back. But I've still been tuning in.
0: Okay, so that's all fine and dandy, but I'm going to say this here, and I'm sorry that you end up being the poster child for this rant, Uh but I love you dearly. You are my sis. There's some crazy shit going on in the world, you guys, and we have lost too many people. If you're going to disappear, at least shoot me a message and say, I'm okay, don't worry about me, I'll be back later. Oh, I I
5: will I,
7: have I will seriously be been I didn't scared. Know, I
5: didn't really know you were gonna be like worried like that. I, I, oh, of course no, I, no, I I've been seriously I can't even tell you how seriously
0: serious I'm not even kidding. I've been stalking your page looking for posts and stuff to make sure that you know you're still out there alive and kicking. <laughs> 'Cause oh, who knows gosh. nowadays.
2: It's like, Oh, okay,
0: everything's okay. I can breathe. Stop worrying, stop worrying. You keep cool. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I love you and I've
0: missed you. So I'm glad everything's going good.
5: <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. And and hello, Jimmy. I never heard you on the show before, but it's it's nice to hear you for the first time.
8: Well, thank you. I do appreciate it. Yeah, I'm I'm you know, I've been out. Uh, for a few weeks again, got some crazy schedules with the kids and taking them to work and all this crazy stuff, but uh, I try to be here when I can, and especially fun to be hosting with Nyla tonight, and definitely looking forward to what you're going to read for us. Oh, thank you.
0: Know you know what, Tamika, just so you know, to kind of catch you up, because I don't, you haven't been here since the beginning of the show, have you?
5: No, January 2017. No, I mean Tonight you talking about tonight, at the beginning of the show? I didn't catch, like, I got in at about 8.15,
0: 8.20. Okay, so I don't know if you heard or not, but
5: Jimmy Jimmy
0: and I have been friends for a long, long time, and it's because of him that the Speakeasy Cafe exists. Did you hear that part?
5: Oh, I heard the story. I love the okay. story. Okay,
0: good. I just wanted to make sure because you knew how important this person was.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I heard the story. It's because I like. of him that I get to worry about you.
5: <laughs> I know. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. <laughs> she is most one of the most interesting people I have met in the last several years. I will tell you that um.
0: <laughs> it's so funny because Tamigo and I have so much in common, and I truly and sincerely love her so dearly. But her and I, if and, and you know, I feel and she, she's my sis. You know, she's my sister. But we could not genetically be any different if we tried. (laughs) We are are like absolutely such completely different types of girls. But I think that that makes us even closer.
5: Oh, gosh. Well, differences are good. Differences are good.
2: Mm
5: -hmm. But I have a very short piece. I'm not going to take up a whole lot of time. It's just something i put together specifically for tonight, just to um, show show some love to Speakeasy, and I do appreciate being here, um, especially when I wanted to use my voice more um, out loud and you know, somewhere else other than somewhere I created and, and just uh, share and have listened to so many wonderful poets and been inspired and encouraged and all kinds of good stuff, so... It's, it's it's short and sweet, but I call it where we meet. Um, <clears throat> we never met where dogwood trees would remember our laughter and our chats. We never met where magnolia trees are abundant and sway in cool breezes and parts so of sun rays can kiss our foreheads. We met here on the page. We met here on the Speak Easy Cafe stage. We share words, rhythmic, some rhyming and some non-rhyming, and it doesn't matter from piece to piece how we relate. And it's all been divine timing in peace. I love it. it. Thank you.
8: Absolutely. You know, and, and, and Nyla, it comes back to it, 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 I've seen a few written pieces uh, similar in length, and, you know, it's sometimes less really is more. Sometimes you can say so much with so few words, and that was just, that was beautiful. I, I loved it, uh, because it's true. I mean, from Brother O to Michael Todd, it's so diverse here, and everybody is so welcoming and just so... Loving to one another And it really is a place that, that you just feel comfortable It's a place you can call home And it doesn't matter if you're gone for two weeks Or two years um, But Really really love that one Thank you so much for bringing it to the
5: show oh, thank you.
0: you know there's only one other place in the world That I have seen Such diversity coexist together As I've seen on this show And that's in the 284 Box of crayon, color crayons That's the only place in the world I have seen this kind of diversity coexist together perfectly.
5: Oh, exactly! It's very inspiring, and I don't say that often enough. And I feel like I should tonight at least. So, you know, I stay inspired. That's why I tune in, even when I'm not on here to share anything. And. I feel like my words can't just seem to come together the way I want them to. But I know you got other callers, and I don't want to hold it up too long, so I'm going to go ahead and just give my URL so everybody else can get on. Um, PoetrySoup.com forward slash me, just M-E forward slash after that, T-A-M-E-K-O-1-3. Yeah, check me awesome. out over there. Thank you so much. I appreciate thank everything. You. Thank, thank you, you. baby.
8: Oh. Come back and read it, come back and read it again for us real soon when you can.
5: Oh, I will. I definitely will. I can't hide too long. Not <laughs> lose her mind. Oh, no, not lose her head over here.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> thank you, Tamiko. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much. Love you. You're
0: welcome. Love you too. So I just want to let you guys know real quick that we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven callers right now at this point to get on. We've got 27 minutes left. We're doing one poem. I'm going to keep my yammering to... A very, very minimal. I'm going to let Jimmy get in his words because he isn't here, and I'm here all the time.
8: Yeah, um, and I'll keep it short, yeah. too, Nyla. We've got to get these poets in. And I and honestly, if I don't read tonight, let's get everybody in. No, uh, we're going go to We're obviously
0: going to go into ah. overtime, so you're definitely going to read. You're okay. definitely well, reading don't tonight. Don't worry
8: about so. it. I want to get the poets in first, and then we'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> I love you so much. All right, let's go uh-huh. ahead and grab our next caller, which is area code eight. Six, Eight, six, Eight six three. Eight six three. You're on the air. In the house.
2: I'm here all the time. Well, I should have
0: asked Noreen. I should have. No, I should have let her know earlier. Noreen, we're going to come back and get you after the next caller. I'm not going to do that to her. Okay. So Noreen, we're going to come back and get you after we take area code 734. 734, four
9: seven three four. You're on the air. <laughs> Hello, Nyla and Jimmy, and happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Hi, sweetheart. How are you?
9: Uh I am well and blessed and uh I'm glad to be here tonight.
0: Oh, we're so glad that you're here. Absolutely. So what's going on, my darling?
9: Well, just keeping my head low, uh, down and uh so I miss uh any of the stuff flying around in the air. But it's all good, <laughs> it's all good. We're survivors.
8: That's right. This is
9: true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I think I'll just get right to it. Uh, By the way, the title... those of you who
0: don't know, this is Dennis White since he didn't in this himself. I
9: apologize. Himself. <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs>
8: i got to make sure well, people I, know I who appreciate you are, my That's my
9: protocol I, again.
8: <laughs> yeah, I mostly appreciate it because, Dennis, I haven't. I, we've talked a, a lot, and we've gotten to know each other real good in the last little bit of time, but I haven't heard you yet, so this is a real
2: treat for me. A
9: little, little, little bit of time, yes. And then... I am looking forward to future uh, uh, encounters.
8: <laughs>
9: All yes, right. Yeah.
2: Uh,
8: We're
9: gonna. The poem I'm, I'm the, the poem I'm going to read. The title is "The Tryst." It was written as an a, a poem based on a an old picture of a of a, a old shed in the background, a tree, and underneath the the tree in the shade is an old wrought iron table and a couple spring chairs that look like they've uh, seen better days. This is the trust. The sepia tones of our past fade at each passing year. Once we frolic boldly without a sense of fear. Raw passion was unleashed in tobacco shed by tree. We rewrote rules of conduct, thinking we were free. Sated, we sat by the table with purloined bathtub gin. We must have looked quite silly with our post-orgastic grins. We thought our secret was stable. In this, we had our trust, not thinking what be the outcome of our unbridled lust. Her father was a preacher man, and I a wayward youth. He warned her to avoid me, and that's the gospel truth. But all her repressed feelings excited her all the more. She found this place for us to meet and let her moxie soar. In a short time, her monthly visitor refused to come around, and her sweet demeanor was aught for being found. We talked, we cried, we told some lies, knowing danger loomed, coming to the conclusion that we both were doomed. We made a pact to end it all, sitting at that round table, and made it our somber choice while we still were able. Our resolve was toasted with some poisoned laced gin for the fruition of our folly this became our end each year we return here on our annual passing date considering the passions that led to our untimely fate was it the right decision that we had made so dear Perhaps we'll have an answer when we return next year. End of poem. Wow, Dennis. You know, and, and
8: what I love here is really I'm getting, it's like, okay, so there's, you know we're talking a little bit satirical, some humor, but then shot through with melancholy and I, I love the sense of humor you have that you write with, and I love the way you use your words uh, to convey uh, what you're getting across. and it really comes back to uh, you know, even with the reface projects, you always put those fun witty quips in there and it's and it's a playfulness <laughs> that does not belie the seriousness uh, of what you're writing. and I just um really I really love that piece, man.
9: Well thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate your kind words. You got it.
8: Very cool.
0: <laughs> Sweetheart, happy anniversary to you. It was a great day when you became part of our family and I thought that I would um, you know let you know I mean, you're one of Mama's boys. <laughs> you're Mama's boy. You know, you you're one of the poets <laughs> oh, that mama know. brought over. Who, by the way, you guys should check in on because Mama is in the hospital right now. So I, I so will I
9: definitely check in on her.
0: Yeah, yeah. she's in the yeah. hospital right now.
9: So okay. I
0: know that would mean a lot to her to have you guys check in on her, all of us.
9: You, know, you, you have it. I, I will do that. Thank you for she, letting me know.
8: Yeah. Yeah, and, and Nyla, she actually introduced us, me and Dennis, and, um, and that's what we talked about. You know, it's the connections. And, and what's, the, what's the nucleus of this? The speakeasy. Yes, And that's and that's, you know, that's a lot. That means a lot uh, because I, the, the, the newer connections I've made with Dennis and, and, and Jim and, and some of the some of the other folks uh, I can already tell are going to be strong 10 years from now and, longer. Yeah. and that's and that's really special.
9: Well, thanks again, Nyla, for this wonderful show. It means so much to so many people. You have been faithful to the cause for, for all these years, and we <laughs> yes, know you, you you continue on. And God bless you. I mean, what an undertaking, and you, you've done it so well. I'm going to step aside and let the next poem come up, but if anybody wants to see some of my poetry, I can be found at allpoetry.com. And I, my writing name there is Haiku Bless You, with hyphens between the words. So thanks again. <laughs> Happy anniversary.
8: Happy anniversary, Dennis. Thanks for coming on, man.
9: Thank you.
0: We'll see you next week, sweetheart.
9: Yes. Okay.
8: He's a great guy. Love
0: Dennis. Uh, I yeah, I love Dennis too very much. Oh, Let's go ahead great. and grab Noreen. All right.
8: Um, Noreen
1: um, and, 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 um, and Gary Snyder, you are on the air.
0: Hi guys.
1: Um, um, hello Nyla. Hello Jimmy. Um, Hi. Um, happy anniversary, you all. Thank
2: you. you <laughs> happy.
1: To You're welcome. Thank you. And um. Happy. And how how are y'all doing?
0: Wonderful. Happy fifteenth anniversary to you guys. We love yeah, you thank so you. much. We're doing.
8: We're doing great, and we finally hit the pinnacle because Maureen is on. Wow. Uh-huh. Come on.
1: Wow. Well, thank you. So what did you bring for the
0: anniversary show, doll?
1: Okay, for um, Gary, I, I, bought his po- I brought his poem, A Musician's Love. The violin hears as I bow, forever drawing it to and fro, never-ending cycle like tunes of practice done just right. The violin rests, no more sound, skies darken and the night settles down. As I leave a wanton wanderer full of thought, it makes no difference if it's sweet or hot. The fictions of prob- probability is what I see to embellish a spellbound dream for me. The end.
5: Oh, mm. I love
1: uh, it. Yeah, thank sweet. you.
8: <laughs> I, awesome, Maureen. Beautiful.
1: Okay, thank you. Okay. And, and, and yours? And okay, last week I told y'all. I was going to bring a, a really dark poem I wrote a uh, year mm-hmm. ago, just before I met Gary. I found it, and I'm going to read it. It's called Death Took Another Soul Once Again. It's about suicide. Okay. Ooh, all right. Okay, sitting and think. Okay, when I say smoking, it, I'm talking about smoking cigarettes, because that's, that's what I was doing back then, smoking cigarettes, okay? All right. Okay, so, Death Took Another Soul Once Again. Sitting and thinking, drinking and smoking, and staring at the blank wall, she got problems of galore and all stressed out. She can't get it out of her head of what death would be like knocking at her door. Would it be a welcome sight to be six foot under, no more worries, no more problems, no more stretch? Or would it be a not welcome sight to be six foot under, never knowing if things will get any better? Sitting and thinking, drinking and smoking some more, and staring at the blank wall. The more she drank, the more she thought of ending it all, since she can't cope with what life has given her. She grabbed her small handgun and aimed it at her head, then pulled the trigger. Bang! No more sitting and thinking, no more drinking and smoking, no more staring at the blank wall. Death came knocking at her door. Took her six feet under, and death became victorious once again the end that wow. was
8: intense
1: that
8: was intense yes. dark but with a message you know uh, Nyla, it reminds me a little bit of some of the old blues uh some of the old blues tunes uh um,
2: yeah
8: you know I well, can see well, that well, put well, the the blue music. rest tune, the, the uh um blue uh, uh, well Death Death has no mercy has no mercy. That was a that was a great old tune. I believe that was Reverend Gary Davis, I'm probably if I'm thinking right. And then uh the bluegrass great uh Ralph Stanley, uh which is classic. Oh death. Oh death. You remember that one. That was an old brother where art Thou? Noreen, fantastic. Really what a way to um open some eyes. Yep, yeah,
1: because that's how I felt back. Cause I was suicidal way back before I met Gary. I was very suicidal. I I tried it. I don't know how many times. And Gary tried it once a time before we met. So um, I I could. Well, must must I'm still here. So God must say and then don't. So I I don't I don't think about it no more. I'm with Gary. So, and
2: you guys um, saved
1: each other. Well, you yes. You know. Yeah. Maybe
8: right. And writing about it, probably. I mean, you know, that's uh, put it in enough perspective to avoid it. You know, I mean, you
1: yes. can look at it that way as yes. well. Yes. Very good, Noreen, Very okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. Because that's why I got kicked out of school. Because um, they kicked me out, and I said, why? I was in 12th grade, and I was about ready to graduate. I said, why are you kicking me out? She said, she told me, well, you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything wrong. But we need a guard with you. You, um, we, cause we can't trust you being alone, going to the bathroom alone. Um, um, 'cause they don't know when I'm going to cut myself or whatever. She so "We don't have no, we don't have the money to uh, to to have a guard with you at all times twenty while you're at here at school." So they kicked me out. And then I found out it was because of my psychiatrist. I said, "Why?" "Because you don't want to graduate." I said, "Yes, I do." I was angry. I said, why you want? You have every right to be. That's just nuts. Yeah. Right, it is. Yep.
0: Well, we're proud of you We're proud of everything that you've gone through Everything that yes, you've you made you it through For the yep. example you are, for your heart, the way you love And what you mean to us, Noreen, thank you You're welcome
1: You're okay. beautiful, we love you, Noreen okay, th- yep. Thank you, thank
0: you And we love you all, too okay. Alright, honey child, tell everyone how to find you
1: Okay Um. Okay. You can find um, Gary Knight on, on Amazon Our books, Two Hearts in One The Hour of Truth Reflections of our inner beings, now and forever. Our love and other love poems. You can find them on um, on on Face. I mean, on Amazon.com, <laughs> and you can find our uh, website at Gary and Noreen Snyder dot dot com slash poetry, and you can find Gary on um on Facebook.com, um Facebook dot com, dot com, um and poem and then you can find me on um liberbnation.com, PoetryPoem.com, and um in and in um, and facebook.com and, liberbnation.com. and we both are Google Bo and Google bo <laughs> Oh, and then you can find us here <laughs> on Thursday night. And then you can find us on Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, where I'm selling our books and our our and our greeting cards, and our magnets and stickers. And, and later on, and then you also can find us on on Saturday night, um, doing um Facebook Live, um, at the Poetry Club at 5:30 every Saturday night.
0: Awesome. All right, Noreen. Okay. Great job tonight. Noreen. We love okay, you, honey. Thank, thank, you. thank you. And happy if anniversary.
1: Okay. And happy fifteenth wedding. I mean, a happy fifteenth anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Noreen. Oh, I'm sorry, I messed up. Uh, so we'll you talk to great. you soon, honey. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. And, and and you all have a um a great night. You
0: too. You too. Okay,
2: Noreen.
1: thank you. All right. Okay. So, Jimmy, I'm going to
0: have you read a poem real quick because I should have had you read one at the beginning. I want to make sure you get a chance, to. So while you pick that out and figure out which one you're going to, of the two you're going to read first, I'm going to give the lineup for the rest of the show. We're going to be going into overtime, obviously. Uh, we've got another an extra hour for the show tonight. The live streaming to the chat room and stuff is going to stop at the top of the hour, though, even though we will continue broadcasting live. The number to call in if you want to listen in on the rest of the show you can call in 646-595-3965 and jump on and listen to the rest of the show just when you come on don't press one and that won't put you in the lineup and then I'll know you're just there hanging out and listening to the show and and not coming on to read if you've already been on read or whatever so 646-595-3965 if you'd like to come on and listen to the rest of the show as the live stream in the chat room and stuff is going to end at pop the hour, though we will continue until we are done here tonight. The next caller we're going to have up after Jimmy Reed's, I believe, is Dennis, or no, is that Jim Curry? Doug Curry, Doug Curry. There's Jim up there. Here's Doug. I guess Doug Curry. Let me check. I'm sure it's Doug Curry. Five eight five. I'm sure that's Doug Curry. Then we have nine zero three eight zero seven. I'll try to remember it all just quickly. So we have. 585-903-807-419-919-615. 585-903-807-419-919-615. Those are our callers for the rest of the show. So, Jimmy, what are you going to share with us, love? I know you had a couple of questions.
8: When, when I first, uh, when I first and, this, and this is going back before the speakeasy, uh, the first time I was asked to go on to a radio show blog talk radio show to read a poem it was foreign to me i didn't i I didn't even it it never occurred to me to do that uh i felt kind of nervous about it you wouldn't know that now but um and i tuned in i figured i'd listen to a show first and the first show i listened to the first person i heard read a poem i don't know who they were i don't know if they ever read again if i knew exactly who they were i probably wouldn't bring this up um but the reading was very monotone it was very passionless and I, and I thought to myself, if I'm going to do this at all, I have to inject it with some form of passion. Thus, the first poem I ever read, On the Air.
2: You play that
8: cracked oak cello in the urchin, boys, all swoon. The fishmongers on Carp Street have all gone home by noon. The lamppost bulbs are blazing and the sky is now on fire. So let me wrap you in my arms tonight. The watchman's eyes are heavy with the sleep he hasn't had. And I can't think of being anything but bad. The junkman choir mumbles as they slur a lullaby. So let me wrap you in my arms tonight. The liquor store on Hensley is booming for the night. Spirits and libations put up a drunken fight.
9: The carnival's
8: in town and I hear the sideshow screams. So let me wrap you in my arms tonight. It's raining dollar bill confetti and the bouncers stand sentinel to guard against the miscreants, their biceps flex to go. But Jerry is a good friend and he's bound to let us in. So let me wrap you in my arms tonight. Somewhere in a dark place, the children cry in pain. The heavens have come crashing down. The king has gone insane. You drop your cracked oak cello and run to me inside the dark. So let me wrap you in my arms tonight. Yeah, let me wrap you in my arms tonight.
16: Enties.
0: Hi. Love that piece. I have always loved that piece.
8: Yeah, you wanted to get a cracked oak cello at some point, I think, right?
0: (laughs) I would give anything for a cello, cracked or not, yes.
8: (laughs) Any cello, right? Forget about the cracked oak. Uh, but Nyla and you know, I've, I've often thought about it over the years. I'm like, yeah, I wonder if I, you know, like when I, the way I first did it is the way I always do it. It's just one of those that's become a staple. And I wonder sometimes if I, if I may overdoing it a little But I, it's just, it's, it's that poem was written to be read. It wasn't a poem I wrote and it said, Hey, I'm going to work, work this to a spoken word version. It literally was written with the concept of reading it aloud. So I think in that respect, uh, it gets
0: the point across, I guess. I, I think that it's. I think any time that somebody reads their work, that they should write it and read it with the same vein of emotion they wrote it with. And I do believe that there's theater in it. You know, you.
8: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, when you absolutely. leave the house,
0: you put on makeup to enhance yourself. Well, when you read your words, make your voice the makeup to enhance your words. You know, per se, bad example, but you understand what I'm saying. You know, it's important. It's important, it's important it. to breathe that life into them, and you do that so amazingly. You know, I was hoping you'd read my favorite one. I don't even know if you remember my favorite one.
3: <laughs> Which favorite?
0: I'm not going to tell you. You have to remember what my favorite poem is. You, you have a lot written. of favorites. Well,
8: well, the, well, the poem that, that I wrote for, for A Certain Spirit Wild was The Wildwood Motel. Yep. That's the one, isn't it?
0: It is the one.
8: Do you remember we discussed this? It's one of my lost poems. I don't have it. I know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I, it's it's gotta be on one of my old computers. I'm gonna find it, but I just and I'm it, it's driving me uh, Sideshow Sheila was Oh was I remember that one,
2: yeah.
8: Yeah, and remember I wrote like seven it was before old Bill. Side sideshow. Sheila was my was my serial. Was my I had several poems written about her. And cozy dance. We actually compared cozy dance to the speakeasy cafe. It was a bar instead of a coffeehouse, but it was a it was a familiar place. It was a, and that's where she sang. And she had the three eyes. And I well, you know, it. all
0: you have to do, Jimmy, seriously, is we have 15 years of archives here, so just start at the very beginning and grab yeah, a show right. when you got a second, and just skip through it. You know, we we take callers about you know it takes about ten minutes per ten fifteen minutes per call. So just skip through, them and when you find yourself reading, we can find them in there.
8: Yeah, if I if I read them, remember I didn't read everything either too. So
0: not everything, I but go I bet back. you there's some that you did.
8: Yeah, you know, I need what I need to do is see if I can archive my old shows because I, I probably for sure did there. If I didn't do it on Speakeasy, yeah, it might be quicker. But either way, I have got to find it. Anyway. Yeah. That's all water to the bridge. The show goes on. Who's next, Nyla? <laughs> let me let me add him. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. All right. All right. Our next caller is Doug Curry at 585. Doug, you're on the air, honey. Doug,
8: Doug Curry. All
17: right. Hello. I'm enjoying the show. Happy anniversary to uh, us all, but in particular to you, Nyla, for keeping the, keeping the ship on course.
2: Thank you, and you keep so it all, much
17: sweetheart. Uh, what is Uh hey just um old death. Old death. the uh, uh there's a great version of it, South Sea Island Singers from around okay. 1960. So it's, on, it's on folk lore, uh folk lyric records. I think that was released by Rounder Records. Also um Doc Boggs, who's a who's a white banjo player from the 1920s, real man who hung around and was recorded in the folk form of the 1960s, um, and you might be interested in his work. Uh, yeah, and you write about uh, about Reverend Gary Davis with that song, uh, "Death Don't Have No Mercy." Yeah,
2: uh, every love
17: time. Every time somebody dies, I have to play it on the radio.
2: But, you know i love uh, the old
8: I love the old music and and what you're giving me is a wealth of information because I'm really getting uh, mostly into i mean i archive music all the time and I love every era every style especially with a special affinity for old time old time music blues ragtime anything really old and um uh, but I also really like the new uh, not even new but unheard interpretations of staple songs like that so I would definitely look up that those versions of uh Odes and I appreciate that
17: good. Very good. Well, for uh, my contribution to our anniversary party, here's a, a poem I wrote uh, over 10 years ago. All right. And uh, it, it's about retiring, and I haven't even thought about doing that yet. But 10 years ago, I wrote a nice fiction about it. It's called No Use. After all the money I did make and all the abuse I had to take, it ends now, i work no more, though I really don't know what's in store. I'll still rise at six, but now I'll lie back down in my yarn with a smile, not a frown. The career ladder, i have cease to climb. It's over today. I've put in my time. I'll pick up things I once ignored. I'll fish and ticker and tinker and try not to be bored and fill my days with whatever I please. I'm retired now. And it lasts at ease. It's just too bad that now I'm so tired. I'll be one day retired and the next expired. And I no longer have to wonder why or whether it was God who placed me so close together. It's just like that. The way it goes. Proven over ages, goodness knows. When I knew the least, I was at my best. And now it's my wisdom that tells me the rest. Maybe I'll do nothing just because I can. Hmm. I never thought of that part of the plan. I now can do nothing and make no excuse. I've come to no, I've come to old age, and I am of no use. I've come to no use. I've come to no use. I hope not to suffer neglect and abuse. Now I can only hope and just pray being old of no use that I'm not.
8: Along the way, and fall. Wow, love it, Doug. And you know, right, Nyla? I mean, okay, so so much wisdom there. You know, and we and we think these things, and you don't even. Sometimes it's a passing thought. Sometimes it's just subtle nuance, you know. But you worded that so well, and I got to tell you, brother, you know that your voice—you have a wonderful story. I mean. <laughs> And I might know a thing or two about what I'm talking about. Hey, Nyla? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic
0: fantastic job, Doug. Yeah. You know, it's you really and Jimmy need team. to hook up, too, for your Black and Blues, because I think that he would enjoy yeah. that.
17: Yeah. Well, let me say that um, my show, Blacks and Blues, comes on every Friday night uh, at, at Eastern Time at 9 p.m., and it's on at WRUR org for three hours and it comes on coming out of Chicago on Saturday night at 10 o'clock central time for one hour at wdcb.org So
0: Otherwise, shoot each other a friend's request so he can grab those links and listen to your this show. Sounds like a good idea. I just want everybody to
8: know. Okay. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Definitely hit yeah. me up on that. Jimmy Ray Davis. I want, I want to check that out.
17: Okay, i do that. Jim Stray Davis, right? Yes, sir. Uh, otherwise, um, I can be found with the place where I have to put writing is uh, on allpoetry.com, and that's under the name of M-A-N-C-H-I-L-L-D, 99, Hild 99, at allpoetry.com. I'm on Facebook as Douglas uh, Douglas Curry. And, you know, I'm in and out of that. I don't put a lot of writing in, but a lot of thoughts and, you know, maybe a song or two or, or post an article or something like that, but it's not with their right for me on, on Facebook. And I'm here, you know, it seems most Thursdays now, so I, I'm kind of glad to be back in that swing. You know, I've I dropped away from here for a lot of years at one point. I had, um, because I had started... Started doing a lot of acting, which takes up a lot of time.
2: Mm-hmm.
17: Same time that I would be here, and I kind of got away. But I'm glad that you know some things always pull you back. And uh, and I have to say that you and and the guests that you have and the co-hosts that you have from time to time, big big part of that.
0: Well, oh, I your your family. You know, you can go out and have a life, but you always come home at some point, and you're always welcome.
17: Yes, Love ma- you. And I am, oh, dearly. Always, uh, I so take care. Happy uh, happy <laughs> anniversary to everyone who's associated with us.
0: Happy anniversary to you, love. Thanks we'll talk to back. you next
17: week. Pleasure to All right. Take care now. All right. Take
0: care. All right. Our next caller. I'm excited. He's always so happy. Oh, Eric, are you with us?
18: Oh Nyla, this is Eric Shulman. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing amazing. How are you, sweetheart? Happy anniversary
8: to you. Hey, Eric. happy
18: anniversary. Thank you, thank you, Jimmy. I don't think I met you before.
8: Well, that's okay. First time for everything, and it's going to be a good
18: time. That's right. Yes, sir. You're right. Oh, I'm doing good. I actually just got off work at seven, and then I had I didn't get back home until nine. So that's right. And I had pressed one earlier. And it said I was in the queue, and then I, I, apparently I got out or some technical difficulty. I pressed one again. I got out of the queue, and I pressed one again, and it got me back. But whatever. It's all good. I'm here. That's what matters. <laughs> oh, I'm
0: glad you're here. Thank you for sticking it out.
18: You're welcome. You're absolutely real, real welcome. I appreciate truly,
0: it. truly appreciate your existence, your friendship, well, everything you so about much. you. I love, I, you so I love you so much.
18: I love you, too. And I love your show as well. And, Jimmy, you were the inspiration uh, here as well for Nyla, for the show.
8: Yeah, well, you know, she gives me a little too much credit. But, yeah, I did kind of give her the boost, I think, that she she claims she needed. And if I did, then I'm sure glad for it because I've met a lot of wonderful people and uh, heard a lot of great poetry. So it's just wonderful. Awesome.
18: Being all I appreciate you in that aspect, too. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You're welcome there. Well, I got Speakeasy Cafe's fifteenth anniversary tonight. And it's a little short piece and it it talks about me coming on the show uh and who inspired me or who told me or who invited me actually. So and you know, I haven't been here the whole fifteen years, but alright. So Speakeasy Cafe's fifteenth anniversary. This year marks the fifteen years Anniversary of Nyla Alicia's creation, Speakeasy Cafe, which is an online radio broadcast, open mic night for poetry, prose, singing, rapping, freestyling, and so much more. Poets, poetesses, rappers, singers from all around the world call in, reading, and performing their pieces. Thanks so much to Philip Matthew Roberts for informing me and inviting me to it so many years ago. I'm truly grateful for her Sometimes varying co hosts Philip Matthew Roberts, Christopher Ryan, Stanley Phillips, and everyone else that has been a temporary co-host as well. Thanks so much for having this wonderful platform, allowing others, and especially myself, to read our writings on your show and allow others to hear us after the show as it is recorded into the archives there. Thanks to all the contributing poets and poetesses that read or freestyle their work on this platform as well. Hip hip hooray, hip hip hooray, hip hip hooray. Here's the many more years and truly wonderful nights on the Speakeasy Cafe to come in, in your into your future. Much love and respect to you, Nyla Alicia and Jimmy as well. That's the impulse. Uh, I so adore
2: and, you and, and in fitting, so many fitting, different crayon
8: you colors today. right now. <laughs>
18: Thank
2: you. That's good
8: stuff, man. Eric, great I to meet you it. and uh, you know you and you bring up even just what you said there, it's it's it, you know, you and you might not have been here the 15 years and Nyla would I'm sure you would agree it's uh, you know, it's it's not that's the beauty of it. You don't have to have been here for you could have been here for 15 days. It, you know, I, I've got to, this is the first time in years that I've been able to be on for a whole show. And then co-hosting, I'm getting to interact with a lot of uh, a lot of new people, new for me. And it's been really special tonight. Uh, I've met, including yourself, I've met quite, uh, about three or four, five maybe, Nyla, I think, uh, that I hadn't heard before. And and this is what it's about. And, and I just love it that you guys keep coming back. And Nyla, keep, keeping it going is um, just I I, I have no words I can tell you Nyla that we're not going to gush all over you but we're just going to do it anyway (laughs) but Eric Eric, thank (laughs) you for that and and I I look forward to hearing more from you my man
18: Well, you're absolutely welcome thanks for everything and uh, thanks for inspiring Nyla in the beginning as well and I'm glad you liked my poem thanks for the platform thanks for everything you do for us Nyla love you too Uh, you are a pearl
0: in my pocket my friend
18: Thank you so much Appreciate it Love
0: you Alright we'll talk Love to you next later. week I'll
18: have, Yeah I'll talk to you next week And uh, have a great night <laughs> Later Alright take care bud Thank all
0: right. you uh, Alright our next caller dun, 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 Who do we dun, got dun, Who do we
8: got
0: Oh take a guess I'll
8: Take a guess
0: Tammy Yeah
12: Yeah Oh, uh,
0: Robbie!
12: Bobby. <laughs> Hello, Nylasay. Hey, hey. Hello, Jimmy. It's good to it's good to speak to you voice to voice. We we we, we interact a lot. Yeah, yeah, we we interact a lot, like indirectly, but not usually directly. And we've known each other for a long time as it is, long and I time. and I was attending your shows regularly. I remember quite vividly uh, when you had him on, and so it's it's nice to. Uh, to be uh, talking to you and to hear you as well tonight.
8: <laughs> yeah. Likewise, you know, Robbie, you know, honestly, quick thanks to you just for all. I mean, if there's one, I mean, if I had to single out just one staunch, you know, the, the most true staunch supporter of the Speakeasy, my shows as well, Robbie, it would be you and you are so appreciated. And I'm glad that I can actually tell you voice to voice because mm-hmm. it's really special and it means a lot, man.
12: No well, thanks i I appreciate hearing it. <laughs> uh so I was thinking of what to bring tonight, and then it came it came to me all of a sudden because of what you said in the chat, and I would say that uh you mentioned you you pointed to yourself and you said, late singer <laughs> yeah and, you know and so uh I read this once before, but I thought this would be an appropriate thing to read for the anniversary. As it's something that refers to you, and so for everybody out there that that's not in the know, but I'm in the know. <laughs> uh, Blade singer is a class of uh is a class of adventurer in uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And, oh, you're so uh, outing me as
0: a nerd right now, Robbie.
12: I know. Hey, you outed yourself as a nerd. You said it in chat. <laughs> you said and you she said did. It online. She did
8: say she she brought up D and D.
12: But yes. the whole world did, wasn't
0: in chat. Now the whole world knows. I don't care. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, of course I play the <laughs> Anyways,
12: Were you a halfling? So, <laughs> Who was, <what> was that?
8: <laughs> I was asking Nyla if she was a halfling. Oh, a halfling. No, I, I always play an elf. <laughs>
1: uh,
12: anyway, so this poem is called Song of the Blade, and it's something that I had... Uh, Written and read once before uh, So that was based on on Nyla being a blade singer (laughs) So here we go The song of the blade plays through me As magic and sword vibrate Play in perfect sympathetic vibration Within my being I have dedicated my life To the song of the sword As tactile tactics Play themselves out within my mind Seeking the perfect strike the perfect spell for me to find. I live for the play between sword and sorcery, between physical dexterity and mental wit. My temple matches what surrounds me, and the feel of coming victory abounds in me, swelling as a feeling of pride in my own craft that brings my enemies to their knees. Beware the sound of my blade's song as it makes a sharp whistle through the air. My sword coming down to smite my foes without judgment or with care. And that is Song of the Blade, just for Nyla. Song of the Blade. (laughs) Our resident elf. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff,
8: Robbie. I love your work, man. I love the way you get into textures. And, you know, you just, you know, really... Probably I don't know of anybody else like you that really gets into, that really melds the words in so many ways and with so many different textures and you know music and and it's just uh, it's, <laughs> it's really something else and we definitely got to collaborate on something I don't know what yet but we got to figure
12: something out oh yeah we well, uh, uh, got we got varying styles buddy <laughs> yeah okay
1: <laughs> yeah right.
12: there's a couple of ideas I have and uh, me being more me, me being musically inclined to like I have something I can dash in there with some music and. Uh, so. Well, I'm pu- i I'm, I'm putty
8: in your hands, <laughs> bud. I, I'm sure you'd rather be Nyla that was putty in your hands, but hey, you got me. <laughs> Don't <laughs> hey, even get me started.
12: Hey, we're at, after eight o'clock, you, the, the rules the rules are out the window, right,
2: Nyla? <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs>
12: the one thing that, that Nyla said that I'll never giggle. forget. The the one thing I'll never forget that Nyla said to me about me, well, it was uh, she, uh, she was in chat, or not in chat, but I wasn't on the air yet. And she says, after I'd done my poem, she says, I like to let Robbie off his leash once in a while and see what happens. <laughs> I'll, never, <laughs> I'll never forget that as long as I live. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. in many ways, many ways, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it definitely gave me a I feel like I'm night, learning too much sure. here.
8: <laughs> well, Nyla, you know, you're actually lucky, Nyla, the speakeasy is the speakeasy isn't on a Friday because if it was on a Friday and I didn't have to work tomorrow, I'd already be a few drinks in. Uh,
2: uh, <laughs> as it is as as it see, is no I'm drinking, drinking water.
0: before the speakeasy I'm, is allowed. I have learned that the hard way. <laughs> no, 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 not 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 before, during. Oh, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm actually, I bought myself a bottle of Petite Syrah by Bogle Vineyards, and I am having a Syrah,
12: a glass bottle. of Syrah during the show.
0: Very good. I like
12: the way you say that, a Syrah. Syrah.
0: It's very hard to find around here, but it's amazing. It's like a, a bite of, of um, acidic oak with pepper. I, did. I hated it the first time I took a drink, but then it was like the aftertaste was going like, oh yuck, oh that's nice, oh yuck, oh that's nice. It's kind of the pleasure pain of wines drinking.
12: It's like uh, with my, my Bengal spice tea I was mentioning in the chat. That uh, it's it's one of those ones. It's so it's so it has so much flavor to it that you it's hard to get used to it at first. Like because it has like even a little bit of black pepper and cardamom, and you think to yourself, oh that cheese? You know, once you get used to it, it's just like about the best thing you could have, T-wise. Yeah.
5: Yeah. (laughs) All
0: right, Robbie, tell everyone how to find you, my doll.
12: I can be found at uh, Facebook under Robbie's Multimedia Poetry. And when you go there, uh, you can uh, see all my links to where I am. And... uh, so basically all poetry, a little bit of, of SoundCloud, because I, I do music now, and a little bit of electronic music, and I haven't put any acoustic up there yet, but I'll probably, I should probably start to do that. Uh, so, like, I, that's, I'm i not called Robbie's, multi, I don't call myself Robbie's Multimedia Poetry now for nothing, It's it really is uh, a lot that I do now, music, poetry, other things, yeah. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Creative Renaissance band. Love it. And we'll talk to you next week, Robbie.
12: Yep.
8: All right, Robbie.
0: Happy anniversary,
12: buddy. Happy anniversary. Great to talk to you, Jimmy. You too, man. man. Bye-bye.
0: All right. We have three callers left, Jimmy, and then I'm going to have you close out the show with a piece, if you would do that for me. Absolutely. Okay. We have area code... Oh, do we have three or four? We have three. Three cars left. Okay. Oh, my little heart pitter-patter. 419, you're on the air. Hi, Nella. Hello, sweetheart. For those of you who don't know, I have the biggest poetry crush on this man in the world. I am so his (laughs)
11: groupie.
0: Just so you all know. You
11: know.
19: Happy anniversary
8: and To you too, Jimmy I don't
19: think we ever met But uh, Happy anniversary All right, Jimmy. yeah
8: Thank you Nice to meet you Happy so,
0: anniversary To you, sweetheart
8: Nyla, Nyla didn't give a name So Who are we, who are we talking about? Melvin
0: now? Douglas Johnson
8: Okay, Melvin Douglas yeah, I, think I've heard, I think I have heard you on here, though I just that wasn't hosted with Nyla All right We're going
19: to do a poem uh, it, it, I've done it before uh, quite some time ago it's called Role Models uh, it's about I was a I worked at a state institution for juvenile delinquent boys and uh, I used to run groups and uh, every every day in a group meeting they would talk about you know their lives and uh, what. You know what they had done to to get them committed to a state institution, and uh, later on, I started private practice, and I developed a program called Any Kid Can, uh, where I worked with uh, kids who were involved in the juvenile justice system here in Toledo. Um, and a lot of times, when I would I would talk to the kids and listen to them, I I, I would think, the ever put the greatest guy I,
3: um,
19: um a lot of our plans our were similar. Uh, but we just didn't end up the same way. And this is called Robots. Yeah. I believe that I, uh, at the end of this poem uh, I believe that um, you know, especially as black men we're the only ones who can save our kids from the street. Uh, because uh, a lot of us live the life they lived they their living They made it through. So it's called robots. My father's young brother, he was wearing a frown. Black behind bars with his head hanging down. In the corner of his eye, I could see the tears. He was only 18. face said 50 years. I asked young brother, man, what got you in luck? He said, me and my chick were just hanging on the block. Kicking, you know, not looking for a fight, but I... Uh, ended up killing another man. He said, they rolled up on us and just had to Just it. person I heard, we couldn't let it happen. All of a sudden, I kind of went into a rage, and the next thing I knew, I was blasting my gauge. He said, when the cops came to get me, man, my mama started crying. The thing she was saying made me feel like dying. She said, Lord, I've been trying. I've been trying so long. Tell me. Please tell me where I go, go wrong. She grabbed me by the shoulders, and she started shaking like I was having a nightmare she was trying to wake me but it wasn't a dream and they took me away and this is where i've been ever since that day he said all day and all night man i go back to it if i could turn back time lord you'd know i would do it Each night i could see him just before he falls and i had the echo of the screen bouncing off these walls and i could see the judge saying you deserve what they gave you for the life that you took there's nothing that can save you now the young man was weeping i could i could see his tears flowing and I got choked up from the pain he was showing. I was remembering when he used to come to see me, I used to tell him that he didn't want to be me. As I walked away, I could feel my tears. He was only 18 and of 50 years. My son, as I walked away, I could feel my tears. He was only 18 the face of 50 years. and poem.
8: Wow, Melvin, uh, that's deep, man. You know, uh, and,
2: you. Uh,
8: and 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 from and I'm glad you prefaced your work, you know, giving us a little bit of history with what you know what you were doing for a living and where, where the inspiration came from. And I gotta say, first off, that and then what you said you led into, where you were working with uh, with a lot of the youth, and I think that's I, I can't almost uh, off the top of my head imagine anything more noble. Uh, and you know what? And, and what you were saying about about just listening to them, you know, and especially I think with kids, especially is I think that's sometimes what they need more than anything is just someone to listen. Especially if they're in a place of desperation, and, and they feel like they're they're up against a wall, and maybe they kind of are. But to listen like that, and and to put those words together that that you did right there was uh, that was phenomenal, man. I I really that was deep, and that was and that touched me. That's something
19: special yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you're right you know they, they just they just really need you need to know that somebody cares about them i remember uh um, um i can't think of the comedian's name but um, uh he uh, he was doing a dialogue and he was talking about uh one of the things he said that really struck me he said that uh he was talking about about kids so we as a society we became so involved in uh, uh, teaching our kids how to make a living that we forgot to teach them how to live.
8: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and I think sometimes too, at a younger age, you know, you're talking about teenagers that have gotten in trouble. It sounds like that age from that age group. And, but sometimes I think at a younger age, kids are pigeonholed or labeled as troublemakers or or bad kids and and I and I think that is is just as instrumental in them taking maybe a a long a, you know, path as anything else. I mean, a good example, and I'll try to be as quick as I can, Nyla. But my son Michael, my oldest son, he was in first grade. And I'll never, I'll never forget this. He had two friends that he hung out with, and they were his buddies. And the principal called us in, me and my wife in, and they you know, he's hanging out with these kids, and they're bad kids. And I questioned him right away. So what do you mean they're bad kids? They're first graders.
2: Well, you know,
8: that this, is, and you know what, and I'll make this super quick. I told Michael, I said, you know what, don't do anything wrong, but I'm not going to tell If they're your friends, they're your friends. I'm not going to tell you not to hang out with them. And do you know that those two kids later on graduated at the top of their class? And I got to talk to the one kid later. This is at graduation age. And I thought to myself, you know, the good thing I didn't buy into that label You know, and I'm glad that he didn't buy into it either and he was able to move past that. But I think that, you know, it's just a matter of listening and perception is part of it as well.
19: Yeah, you know, a lot of times they just need to find a way to express themselves and to be able to do that to someone who will listen. For a while I was a counselor at a school for uh, kids with behavior problems. Uh, They called it SBA, Severe Severe Behavior Handicap. And what I did is I actually started a poetry group. And it was, it was amazing. Nice. Once, nice. once the kids, you know, I mean, they, they, they actually did, we actually ended up doing about three books of poetry. And just, you know, once they, once they realized that they could let it out and someone would listen, it was phenomenal. It was, it was like like crazy.
8: Yeah, and I was going to ask that. I was actually going to ask if you had ever thought about having having the kids that you work with express themselves through poetry. And and you just answered that question. And and, and if that doesn't, you know, further the craft, I don't know what else could. Yeah. Yeah,
19: I've done that in several programs already.
8: That's amazing, man. I love that. That's that's incredible.
0: All right, Melvin, my love. Tell everyone how they can come find you.
19: You can find me uh, on um, you can find me on Facebook under Melvin Douglas Johnson. You can find me on, on YouTube and All Poetry. And actually, uh, I, I, on YouTube, um, I uh, I have a music channel. I used to be a DJ um, when I was in the Air Force. Uh, I did a, a radio show. Uh, on Philippines network called Y2YZO Y2, and I just I, I uploaded one of my radio shows. It's an hour long. I uploaded it on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, I'm nice. nice. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Let's check,
8: check
0: that out. out. Alright, sweetheart, we'll talk to you next week. Yes. Very good. Bye,
8: Melvin. Thank you.
14: Happy All right. anniversary, honey. Alright.
7: Bye-bye. Good night.
0: All right, we have two callers left. We have nine one nine followed by six one five. So let's go ahead and grab nine one nine. Nine one nine, you're on the air.
16: Yes, happy anniversary, Naya.
0: Hey, Granville, how are you, sweetheart? Happy anniversary to you.
16: Yeah, I'm fine. I am fine. I'm go- I'm gonna read my one poem and without any further delay this poem is called knowledge 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 i lay before you wisdom defies reason and changes become the rhythm of life there is that which is not known yet the mystery stands still Philosophy makes the man, and I am not moved by foolishness. I am loquacious, it is said, perhaps, till I fear when I die. Many have a secret that shall die with me, as the truth is not easily spoken. Now is the soul easily purged.
8: Thank you very much. Thank you. Very nice. I like that a lot. Granville, we appreciate it, man. That was words of wisdom, huh, Nyla?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Granville, I'm so glad you were able to get on here tonight, be a part of the anniversary show. You're such an important part of our family, and just want you to know how much we appreciate you, hon.
16: Thank you very much, my dear. I appreciate you greatly as well.
0: Tell everyone how they can find you.
16: <laughs> yes, my name is Granville John Hedrington. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and most, most other medias. And you can just check me up or call me and hire me. Have hmm. more words of wisdom. Thank you very much, Naila.
0: You are very welcome. We'll talk to you next week, hon.
16: Yes, my dear. Definitely. (laughs) God bless
0: Good night. All right. Our last caller for the evening, area code 615. You are on the air.
20: Nyla, Alicia, happy anniversary to you. This is C-Double 34 Music, a.k.a. Clarence Ferguson, Jr.
0: Clarence, how are you, sweetheart? I am so glad you were able to get on, honey.
20: Yeah, I had to make time because I know people are calling me to tend to them. But right now, it's like I needed to do this. <laughs> are you hiding simple.
0: in like the broom closet to read poetry while like, all those
20: pretty much. people are like <laughs> falling
0: out of bed and can't get up?
20: Yeah, pretty much. You're absolutely. I love you correct. so
0: much, right now. You, you are my freaking me out. hero. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, when you're putting them back into their beds, tell them how much I appreciate their their sacrifice for poetry.
18: Yes, it is okay. a sacrifice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you have tonight, baby?
18: Well,
20: I know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Friday. Okay. <laughs> so that's the title of this poem called Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday, and I have no job. Depression sat in my bed around 4 o'clock. I ain't got crap to do, and my mind's kind of smoky. Walking this faith thing feels somewhat lonely. I don't trust the snake oil potion so many treat like it's our savior. It usually takes 5 or 10 years to make it, but so many people take that into the fear pharmaceutical companies and the entertainment industry and the news media breaking the currency saying this is an emergency. Everyone is worrying. The numbers show there's a surge in deaths, and they're certainly urging every person to make this personal, taking shots more than Steph Curry does. But if you're a critical thinking person doing research, some people have knee-jerk reactions saying he or she's a jerk. Stupid idiots, selfish conspiracy theorists that need to submit. Never caring about the side effects from the ingredients. Now you got me feeling like Kyrie Irving. I never said the world was flat, but do I deserve this? What did I do to earn your hate? All I am is an obedient servant. I came here on a mission and purpose. I saw your post on a toilet seat calling me disgusting and dirty. You don't even accept the truth of me going through it and gaining immunity. Only for me to succumb and suffer through such cruelty. You really have no idea what you do to me in this line of duty. The term is voluntary termination. Yet I'm looked at like the roaches you're exterminating. I'm non-compliant, so now I'm scourge of the nation. Still waiting for a statement as to how I got fired on my day off. And now you're blaming me for spreading this virus not my president, Joe Biden. You said you wouldn't mandate when selected such a liar. You're part of this agenda just like you was in 1994. Just like that fine woman, Kamala harris M. Hall, Congressman Willie Green's former side chick, lying like that extension hair weave wearing woman who said she looked like Janet Jackson, like Ezel falling off the floor in the stores saying his back broke. For once, Tell the truth because you ain't got a lie, Craig. We're standing on principles fighting principalities. So let me stimulate your demented mind because it's Friday. And you know this man. I'm the enemy of the state, the man you love to hate. I devastate because I'm heaven sent. You said freak my personal freedom, freak my choice and my rights. Okay, let me pee on you like R. Kelly and see if you believe this will fly.
8: That's that piece. Wow. That's some powerful stuff right there, Clarence. I love that, man. (laughs) That's beautiful. You know what? And that's, and Nyla, I told you a little bit bit about when I got from my seven-year hiatus from writing all this bullshit that started going on when the pandemic started and all this political crap and all these morons out there. I'll say it, morons. Um, that's kind of what kick-started me writing. That's a lot of my uh, first things I started back with were kind of in this vein we we're, were just, you know, saying it. Let's not, not say it anymore. Let's just say it. Anyway, Clarence, I really liked it. Thank you, Jimmy. I really appreciate that. Thank you. You,
2: you got it.
0: Such a fan of yours. Appreciate you. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate, Especially appreciate you making time tonight. I know you've got oh, really it's your, it's busy. it's so. your
20: anniversary. I mean, I had to do something.
0: <laughs> I I had to do shameless, you know, poking and prodding and reminding, but, you know, you did it, you're here, and I can't even tell you how much I appreciate it.
20: Thank you. How can you find me? Well, you can find me in a bathroom. You can find me in a broom closet. But most importantly, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook.com backslash Clarence Ferguson, Jr., or my group page, C-double-34, Music and Friends.
0: Very cool. All right, sweetheart, thank you so much, and happy anniversary.
20: Oh, thank you. Happy anniversary to you. Many more.
0: <laughs>
20: Good night. All right, take care
0: Ah, uh, Jimmy, thank you. Thank you for being here with me tonight. Thank you for hosting with me.
1: Hey, it's been no, a long time
0: coming. I've been asking you for yeah. years, and finally, this is the year I got you. And I, this is just it is absolutely, absolutely means more to me than you will ever, ever
8: know. Well, I, you know, and I can kick myself for missing the previous invitations to host and to help you out, and I will. But what I can do more in a more positive light is to just go forward and say, hey, when you need me, I'm here. And I, yeah, and you've a always wonderful been Wonderful time tonight. I, well, I'm, but I mean, and and, and well, yes. And, and as a friend, and I'm, but you know, for the shows, if you need help, or we want to do something special, maybe we want to do something themed. I had I had a blast tonight. I think it was just it's so fun interacting with the poets. I love all the different voices. I love all the different. And, and and when I say voices, I'm talking about two voices. You know, every poet has two voices. They have their vocal voice that they. That they read their poems in, and then they have their words of their own voice, and it's 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 like I'm, I mean I'm 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 gonna say it, and it's gonna sound a little funny, and 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 you know maybe you know, most of the folks are gone now, but uh, I'm like a kid in a candy store tonight. I mean this is just this is wonderful. And all it does is continue inspiring, and that's what we strive to do, and that's what they do for us, and that's what they do for each other. And it's this constant chain, and it's this constant circle, and it's nothing but positivity, and it's nothing but ideas, and it's nothing but generating love and compassion, something that this world needs a lot more of, and I, for one, am happy to be part of it.
0: I am very proud to be part of it as well. And I, you know, you always say, I, you know, that I make too big of a deal out of, you know, just... But, you know, if your involvement in getting this started, you made that comment on the show earlier tonight, too. You, you have to understand, you know, and, and I don't think what people understand is that it only takes the smallest breath, you know, the, the wind that leaves your mouth in forming the words or in hearing the words... You know, the smallest breath can lift wings to places you have no clue. You know, that's why people need to use their words wisely in life. They need to think about how their words touch, you know, how they can be used to inspire or encourage because you never know where it's going to lead. And this is a perfect example of that. I was bored. I wrote a silly bulletin, you know, and, and, you know, you planted that seed you gave that little breath under my wings and so it went somewhere else and because of that it went somewhere else and because of that we're here tonight 15 years later because you made a silly couple word comment on a blog or a a bulletin that I posted on my space 15 years ago and this is what it's grown into that's what that little bit of inspiration you gave me did that's pretty big deal
8: well you know and and I and I really do I, I and as I get older, I don't know. I'm cra- I'm like I have this crazy memory where I have weird little pop culture facts and 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 who wrote and produced this album. Things that I learned from the that I are stuck, but other things I'm losing, like at an alarming rate. And and it's not losing memories completely. It's just the vividness of some of them. But I remember that, and I remember, you know, and I remember it. It may have maybe the way I. Put it on there. It came across as um, more of just kind of like a hey, you know. But I remembered the thinking behind it was I was dead serious. I was like, no, we got this. Has to keep. This has to keep on. Some way I, could, I knew that.
0: Aspect. I knew you. That's you know? the way you meant it. That's why. That's why it continued. That's why I did something else because you. I I knew that. I knew you meant that. There. I didn't take it as casual
8: at all. So no, no, and I didn't think you did. I I, I think that so like I, on, on one hand, I the the you know the, the way I, I kind of did casually throw it out there, but the idea behind it was dead serious. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. because I didn't know. Okay, like I could t- okay good example. I could tell Moon Cookie on the show tonight. Hey, we got to get together and do something musically. Hey, Robbie, we got to figure something out. And and he says, yeah, we got to do that. And then it never happens, which uh, things happen. You think it's not a big deal. But if it did happen and if it formulated into something else and that something else touched someone else and then several someone else, else's, and it just blossomed into something that we didn't even foresee at the beginning. It was just this casual, hey, we ought to do something together. and And that's what's so amazing really about this is that nobody, me and you included, could foresee the lives that you and this show would touch and and impact. I mean, it's and I'm seeing it. I, I, the more and more I come back to the show and the more I'm on it, and especially when I'm hosting, been doing some minor hosting with you, and then tonight I see it even more clearly, and it's more impactful, and it just um, it's 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 truly powerful. And it truly makes a difference.
0: I hope so. You know, I, I have to believe that it does. You know, I, I, I see it. I see the
8: people. What's that? You had a jerk on here. You talked about that. This jerk. The one time that you had to get nasty. and And it's like, okay, for that person... The speakeasy cafe means nothing. It's a joke to that person, but that person doesn't matter because that person was called. Do you out remember that? I do remember that, and I actually told I said, him well, on the air that I was, was
0: going to rip his head off and shit down his windpipe. I literally said that, that
8: on the air. <laughs> I remember you talking about that. If you ever say no anything to my posts ever again. <laughs> oh yeah, and and you know what? And but the thing is, is that see, you can't. And I know you don't. That's why. That's not even. He's nothing. But. You say somebody comes on and then they don't come come back or but what like what you see tonight you're not just people aren't just saying, Oh, thank you, Nana. Oh, thank you, great to be here. I mean, you can hear it in the words. There are nuances in poems and there are there are, are nuances and subliminal levels almost near subliminal, not obviously subliminal that that in words people say that you can extract the true meaning and, and the folks here are truly grateful, and they truly want to be here. they do not have to be here. they could be doing a million other things they, they mm-hmm. could they could be doing it in another place, but all of that adds up to this does mean something, and it wasn't it was for it, it was it, it was it just a beautiful thing that had happened, and it's touching so many people and you can't ask for more than that you can't no. ask for more than that. No.
0: You know, it's so funny because every single week when I sit down and I start getting ready for the show and doing prep and stuff, I have this horrible fear that nobody's going to call in. After 15 years, I still get terrified that nobody's going to call in. You know, I still sit there and, you know, I, I wonder if, you know, I I, I watch people, that sat here tonight, you know, like like Doug Curry and and you know Melvin and and Eric, you know, who just sat here for hours on hold to get so in. they could read one poem at the end of the show. You know, yeah. sat through three hours worth of the show so they could get on and read. That just it blows my mind that people will do that. I I don't I don't get it. And it just makes me love and respect and admire them so much. I mean, that's what this community is. You know, in this microwave world where we all want instant gratification, we need things now, 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 now. You know, we used to sit there and listen to Mama, you know, shoot us out the door and hear the back doors, green door slam because the chicken wasn't ready yet and it smelled so damn good and your stomach was growling. And now you get pissed off that it takes a minute and 20 seconds to heat up your coffee in a microwave. You know, we just go so fast, 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 fast. Someone would take three hours out of their day and sit here and listen and share with all the poets waiting for their turn. Absolutely blows my mind. After all these years, it still just flabbergasts me. The the community of these poets, the community of this place.
2: That's a long time to sit on your phone.
8: It is, it is. But but the overall feeling and what I get from it is, is that it's almost like, you know, it's almost like a Twilight Zone episode where for three hours every week we transcend and 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 leave behind this ragged old world, this this crazy. Just I won't even go into it, but you know what I'm talking about. And we get away from it's that. Like it's like we're actually trans- there.
0: Trans- or time warped into that cafe. Because to me that's really the feeling that this place has
1: and has yes. continued to yes. build.
0: Because it is that you know it's and like you know when we were, you were you were talking now? about doing the show. When we were talking about doing the show you asked me, Are we gonna go over things or just wing it? And I told you, No, we're just gonna wing it because if we tried to go over and prep for it together then you and I would try to follow a script and it would just sound phony. I don't care if I fuck up on the show. I don't care if I sound dumb. I don't care if I sound silly. I don't care if I stutter. I don't care if I go on a tangent and totally forget because it isn't about perfection here. It's just about spending the time. And so I always say, you know, we might do it messy, but we do it.
8: Well, we – and we've always had – me and you and I have always had a very good rapport as far as um, we're, we're able to just kind of shoot the breeze but still get in everything it needs to, that we need to get in there. And, yeah, it doesn't need – I mean, I don't even know why. I was kind of don't even asking because I just didn't know if there was, like, any specifics that you had in mind. Um, but, uh, you know, it's – but really – Going back to what I said, it's literally for about three hours, and you can feel it. And we have so many different types, ages, styles of poetry. Mm -hmm. And everybody, and I know it from talking to these poets, the poets that call in and are reading, and I'm interacting with them. Like, I'm genuinely happy. And and I, I'm, I, to meet Eric and I'm and I'm thinking and, and talking to Melvin Douglas and you know just uh, you know and I can feel it from them as well and there's no judgment here and there's no it's like every you're free to to speak your words the way you the way that you the, the, that, that make you who you are and that is special because you cannot get that anywhere else and I know it because dealing with coworkers at my real job dealing with family members in my real life and I'm shaking my head throwing my hands up going who are these people and I'm coming here and going ah family I'm home
0: <laughs> you know I think another thing that makes this place really special is there's no egos I mean nobody yeah. I, I've seen I've seen egos be the hole in so many ships that have sank so many shows like this that have been on the air you know it's it's you know people people just they let their egos get in the way you know they the, their drama all of that and I just there's never never been into that except for me when I was going to kill somebody but you know I have my – that was not my finest moment in radio, but, you know, (laughs) the the only drama in 15 (laughs) years was 15 minutes, and it was mine. Actually, it wasn't that long. It was probably four minutes, but it was mine. You know, so what does that say about this community?
8: Yeah. No, absolutely.
0: I know where the magic uh, of this show is. I know the magic of this show is in the poets. I know them – you know, I can sit there and say, you know, come and read. But the poets that come and read, they don't have to be nice to each other. They don't have to respect each other. They don't have to listen to each other. I can't make them do that. Right. You know, so the, the family that's been built here, you know, the original people who have been here since the very beginning, they were the foundation. You know, they're the godfathers of the, of the community. But, you know, even the people who just came on to read for the first time tonight, you know, or who only have been coming here for the last, you know, six months, you know, you, you can't grow if you don't keep adding to that foundation, you know. Otherwise, you're just going to with a pile of rubble. So, you know, every single person is such an important, intricate piece that holds the yeah. whole community together and keeps it vibrant and keeps it growing and keeps it exciting. And You know, the, there, there's somebody that's going to call in six months from now that we've never even met before that's going to change someone's life.
8: I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I came on. That's what I was saying. When I came on, after many years' of absence, you know, you have to understand. The last time I had been here, I mean, the format was essentially the same, but we had, there was a pretty close-knit group, and it was like, oh, okay, he's going to be here, she's going to be here. This is kind of cool. We come hang out, and I was gone, and and we can, you know, whatever for whatever reasons. And it was for quite a while, and I came back, and it wasn't. And it just—it was just a momentary, very brief, momentary kind of pause. Like, hey, wait, wait a minute, where's now? Robbie was here, and that was about it. That, from at, on that one particular show, I came back that first one. And but then as I listened, as I got, and I heard, and then I met Noreen, and then I met Mama, and then you know, and I and I started, and I realized I went, you know, and, I'm, and I'm and I realized it's not about who's here. I mean, it is, it it is because we're all important, but I don't mean who, I mean, it's the community itself because it might be a different lineup next week and the Mm -hmm. week after it might alter a little bit and somebody might, like you said, might not be here for weeks. So it doesn't really matter who's here at the time. It matters that there is a here at the time. And I I actually was laughing about that. When you mentioned that earlier, I, I, I thought about that. I thought, you know, I thought, what if, you know, just, just, out of the blue, what if, like you said, what that weird, yellow, crazy... And I don't think it would ever happen, but all of a sudden, we, we tune in, maybe we're hosting together, and, we, and there's nobody here. There's nobody calling in. There's nobody in chat. And I thought, you know what? Me and I will just sit here for three hours, and we'll just have a gab session of our life. And you know what? <laughs> someone will tune in and go, hey.
2: <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then
8: someone else and someone else. I mean, and that's just... And that's just a fun, frivolous thought, but, yeah, I mean, it's... There's obviously a reason that people like to be here. There's no egos And what that means is When there's no egos somebody That means that everybody who's calling in here Is not calling in to go I need to be heard Everybody needs to go to my page This is a stepping stone And I want them to go here It's all encompassing But the reason that they come back here Is because they like hearing the host They like hearing other folks they like the banter. They like feeling welcome. They like, the you know, the silliness in the chat room. Whatever it is, it's this all-encompassing thing, and we're all here for it. And that's why the egos are out the window.
0: Well, we have got nine minutes left, so I want to make sure that I thank you properly again for hosting with me tonight. It absolutely means the world to me. You know, you... you are very dear to me probably more dear to me you know you missy the boys are just a treasure for me and i think about you all the time as you can tell because even all the years you were gone i never left you alone
5: you did. <laughs> i was you did. always
0: poking you and yeah, letting you, you know it. that i remembered you um and that uh it's okay that you were gone but i wasn't gone and i was right here waiting whenever you were ready <laughs> but really tonight was a dream for me this is and especially you know the the, the big 15 um, is pretty cool. And so I want to thank you. I want you to thank the kids and Missy and everybody for the sacrifices they made, whatever they had to do differently to, you know, give you away for these four hours, as it ended up being tonight, so that you could be here with me. And just happy anniversary to you. Thank you. Thank you for everything you've ever done to inspire me, which this is just one of many things.
8: Well, I appreciate it, Natalie, and you know what? I love you, and I, I you you mean the world to me. And I this was my this was really was my pleasure tonight. This, I feel like I'm the one who got, who got the gift, and um, and I really mean it. Um, going forward, it, if you want to do another one, or if there's something coming up, or if there's any kind of special deal going on, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it happen because I love it and I love you and we're gonna do it and
2: it's it's awesome. gonna, it's gonna.
8: Well,
0: Absolutely. Jimmy, before you take off, baby, tell everyone how that they can come find you. I did send you Doug Curry's um, link, by the way, so you can check out. Okay, the, cool. Do completed. we have a
8: couple minutes? I will read one last
6: poem. Sure.
8: It's not very long.
6: If you if it, it's yeah your...
0: you, we've got what? About seven minutes.
8: It's one of your favorites.
0: Okay.
8: Iron Horse Angel. When I first heard the pitiful mewling from the alleyway, I had a feeling what it was, and that I'd never be okay. Wasting not a second, I sprang to the trash can and removed the lid, gently lifting out the garbage bag wrapped and discarded kit. Oh, my heart did a 360 as I carefully, carefully ripped open the knotted bag and glimpsed a baby girl tossed out like an old rag. I got on my hog, cradling that precious little bundle, cursing the length of my hair and my face, trying hard not to tumble. I had her inside my leather jacket as to protect her from the wind. She was a newborn, but as I I peeked inside, I could have swore that she grinned. Yeah, I rode right up to the emergency room with its calm nurses and EMTs. I strode in, boots clicking on the floor, handed her over and said, Please, take this sweet, innocent angel, repair her broken wings. For if she cannot be in this world, then in heaven. She sang. Now I said hell with the rally, stuck around, figured I'd wait it out. Before long, a doctor with the glasses, no more than a kid, come about. He said, sir, she's going to be okay, but only thanks to you. She'll live to breathe another day and eventually go to school. Well, <laughs> I cracked a smile and stroked my beard and gave him a big bear hug. Then I slipped away into the night, shaking the cold off with a shrug. I got on my bike and I rode away and looked toward the sky, grateful for the hands of fate. And that is when I cried. A million blinding, stinging tears falling from my eyes. And I thought about that innocent baby and her precious little smile. And to the one who threw her out, whoever, they may be.
15: Satan has a
2: special place for you. Forever. Eternally. That's the end.
0: I love that piece. I loved it when you posted it on your page. I thought it was phenomenal. We've got... Just a couple minutes left, Jimmy, so I'm going to let you close out the show by telling everyone how to find you, okay?
8: Okay. Well, you can find me right here on the Speakeasy Cafe every Thursday night when I can make it. I'll be happy to make your day in Nylas, too. Of course, throw a few poems out there and a song maybe even. Other than that, <laughs> Facebook, Jimmy Raid Davis in the house, having a wonderful time on this special 15th year anniversary here. To speak easy And uh, I love all you poets And I'm going to keep coming back Again and again and again You cannot keep me away so don't try Also (laughs) if you want to hear My spoken word stuff I have a few recordings I need to do some more But I have some A few seem to like them Uh, That's on ReverbNation.com I believe it's Forward slash Word Machinist. Just go to Reverb Nation and search Word Machinist. You can't miss me. I'm in the other category out of Las Vegas. Um, other than that, I don't know. I've got irons and a lot of fires, and I've got a lot of ideas, and I've got a lot of stuff that I want to do poetry-wise and otherwise, and I just have to get, get it together. But uh, until that time, that's where you can find me. Natalie, I appreciate you. I love you. I thank you. from the bottom of my heart. And, um, you know, I don't know if you're planning a Christmas show or anything, but uh, you know me, I'm a big Christmas guy. Got a lot of Christmas poems, too.
0: (laughs) Awesome. All right, Jimmy. Thank you so much, sweetheart. And we'll talk to you next week, love.
8: All right, I love you. Take care. Good night. Happy anniversary. You too, sweetie.
0: Happy Anniversary, everybody. We'll talk to you. We are not having a show on Thanksgiving Day, by the way, so we will talk to you the week after that.
2: I love you guys. Good night. Happy
8: Anniversary to you. Happy Anniversary to you. Happy Anniversary. Happy
2: Anniversary. Happy Anniversary to you.